Our new partner who I'm really, really excited to announce we are working with, super, super stoked. Thank you, Angie Huberman, for this connect. It's incredible. Uh, AG1 Athletic Greens. I've been using them for a while. I have them every morning on an empty stomach. Basically, take one scoop and you put it into a uh, cup or glass or mug of eight ounces of cold water. And this is all your greens for the day. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Every day I take this. It's so good for my digestion, my energy. It's simple. It's easy. I don't like taking a lot of vitamins. This has been really, really helpful for me. I've had a lot of stomach issues my whole life. And ever since I've been gluten-free and taking the AG1s, it's really helped me in my stomach in the mornings. I love it. And I'm so psyched that they're part of the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm sure a lot of people don't like eating greens, let alone drinking your greens. But I can tell you straight up, it's got a mild tropical taste. And the taste is actually really refreshing. And I really look forward to it each morning. Don't don't think it's just going to be just straight bland. Um, it tastes really, really good. Um, and it's good for you. So remember that. This one blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's incredible. Just one scoop, especially for musicians who are vegans or just musicians in general who want to get those daily greens. You can get the packets. It's incredible. I just gave some to my friend Derek from Sepultura. He traveled the whole entire world this summer and he had he had those every single day. He said it saved him. I bring AG1s with me when I travel. It helps me stay healthy. You know the deal. If you're on tour and you are uh, a picky eater, but you need to have your greens, sometimes catering doesn't have greens. Sometimes you miss the catering. Sometimes you miss the backstage food. Sometimes it's too late after the show to go get food that you like. So if you just have a, a scoop of uh, AG1s in your hotel room before you go to bed or you're in the hotel room at night and you're starving and you want something healthy, boom, life changer. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with some convenient daily nutrition. That's all you need. One scoop in a cup every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. This is it. I'm super psyched. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag1.com slash OLLC. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is incredible. I love it. It's just basic greens. For me personally, this has changed my life tremendously. I'm not a junk food vegan. I don't eat a lot of fake meats, so I'm strictly, strictly greens. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful new addition to my life. So once again, visit drinkag1.com slash OLLC. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Get one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's drinkag1.com slash OLLC. Yo, yo, Liquid Death, thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water, love your brand, love what you stand for, love what you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. So if you go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. And if you want to get water, Liquid Death water, go to amazon.com. But for merchandise and other things that's not water, go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby and get free shipping. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Check, check, check. Back on the back on the pod with Dre. What up, Dre? Happy New Year. 
What's up? Happy New Year, mofo. This is the first episode of 2024. It's Before I start, I want to say something to the listeners, not to you, but to the listeners, but it's funny because um, I bank a lot of these podcasts, so they take a while to come out. There's so many. I have like... Right now, I'm good till June 2024 if I don't do one podcast right now. It's really absurd. It's OCD. It's crazy. But uh, uh, when I texted Drea, I think she thought that you know I wasn't going to come out. And you're like, and, and you broke my balls. It was so New York ball busting that I told my wife it was amazing. You're like, I thought I was too negative for your, your podcast, Mr. Punk Rock. And it made me so happy. But it also wants me to bring up a point to the listeners that like every brother that listens to this podcast, they know I have such a wide, diverse group of friends. Not all of us are positive not all of us are vegan not all of us are straight edge not all of us are in the same politics like everybody's different and these are all my fucking friends so like no this episode was great and this is your truth this is what you believe this is you as a fucking real person and that's why i love you so i want to call you and catch up with you a little bit since we did this because you just kicked off the only fans when we when the uh first started talking and i saw you doing stuff with carmen Electra as well How, how's it going um, I'm so glad we're still friends. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. Um, I'm so glad we're still buddies in 2024. Um, everything's good. I mean, you know, my house was about, I was about to lose my house when we spoke last. I yeah. mean, that, it was a while ago. Um, and then I, you know, I faked out a OnlyFans thing thinking that I was going to do a podcast on there. Actually, that was the original intent. And then I put that one picture up and then it went viral. And then I decided to stay on there in my panties until <laughs> <laughs> until I'm until I can't wear my panties no more. <laughs> and so that's doing good. Yeah, it's doing fine. And yeah, I did some collabs with Carmen, which is super fun. Um, I love her and that's been fun. She's uh, we joke around that that's my work wife. She says I'm her work wife. I love it. Yeah. So it's been cool, you know. And it's funding our company that we're about to launch in probably maybe February. Um, but everybody should be looking out for it. And it's uh, clothing. It's starting out as T-shirts. It'll move into other things. But it's called Ultra Free. Nice. And um, our slogan is uh, we're here to make freedom cool again. All right. Respect. <laughs> I respect that. And what kind of gear is it? Is it just up. like shirts? Is it like... All kinds of shit. Yeah, you know, it's definitely got like skate vibes. Like that's cool. And you know, and you know, it'll it'll follow in the steps of all of the stuff the kids like to wear, like you know, like rip and dip and supreme and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like blackjack, my son is always, you know, I want this spider stuff and I want this bait stuff, and I'm like, fuck you, you're gonna wear ultra free, and that's it, bro. And I'm going to create a brand for you because your generation needs to learn how important our freedom is. And the way this world has gone in the last three years, it's been slowly chipping away at making us think we're free, but we're kind of not. So the whole brand and the ethos is kind of geared towards that. But like anything that makes you feel confined, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it could be an illness or a state of mind. Or, totally. You no, know, I mean, your, your whole thing is a, what is it? Positive mental attitude. That's right, girl. Yeah. That's right. Are the, kid, so the, kids, the kids are on board. The kids are going to do some modeling for it. The kids are going to help with designs probably. 
Yeah, they want to have their own like little offshoot. So they'll be the Blackjack brand. They'll be the Bama brand. Hers will be Bama Gypsy because that's her name. And then his will be Blackjack. So he's already drawing his little things. The kids are working down there a little bit already helping Robbie because we, we set the whole shop up. That's awesome. Literally uh, on the mountains. So it's all in our, you know, Robbie goes to work in the morning around the block. <laughs> so you're doing the printing up there and stuff too. You have a whole thing. Yeah, we set the whole thing up. Wow, that's I mean, cool. I didn't even see. I never saw what they were doing. I know they moved one of my garages out, and they invited me in there while I was doing uh, an interview with um, you know that House and Habit chick, uh, Jessica Reed Krause. Probably yes, I think they so. Were, yeah, yeah, she's awesome. She's got a podcast too. So they came awesome. here to do a profile on us, and they showed me the T-shirt studio on that during the interview. So I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen the internet, but I, yeah, I hadn't seen it yet. So I'm excited. That's cool. So that's coming out in February. And then what about since the strike's I over now? Because so. when you were on last time, there was a strike. So now that the strike's over, how is that looking for you as far as, or or, or is that what you want? Is, is that what you're, are you trying to do movies? Are you trying to do stuff now? Are you just trying to stay home and focus with the kids and do that? And I mean, that's what I was talking about last time when I thought that maybe the episode was too too negative for your PMA. No, you were just talking about <laughs> that. That was the time uh, that that was happening at that time, though. Yeah, it was happening. But I was telling you also. I think the mandate. I mean, the mandates fucked me from the beginning. Yeah. So the strike meant nothing to me. I mean, the strike means some meant something to me in terms of the corruption that goes on within the industry. And all industries across the board, yours included, and yeah. you know, and then the government, everything, all the crazy shit that's happened lately. But the strike kind of meant nothing to me because I already couldn't work. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like a slap in the face because they dropped the mandate and then the strike happened. So I was allowed to start earning, but then I was like, I was shut down again. So yeah, when I was running out of money, obviously, with this house and and all of the stuff that was going on. Yeah, now that it's opened up, I don't really even know. Like, you know, I was dropped by my agent yeah. without a fucking word. Like, real scumbag Hollywood shit. And I don't care if she, he, whomever the fuck they are, here's this. Yeah. But um, but I felt like, uh, I don't know, I just feel like I maybe I'll continue in this industry. And it depends on the job. If something, yeah. I've never really gotten anything I've gone looking for. Certain things, of everything you've ever seen me on has landed in my lap. I know, it's incredible. Cool like, yeah, and if anything cool like that lands in my lap again, I mean, look, I think that someone should come knock on my door to have me play, like, a porn star now. <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that, that could actually, that could happen. I mean, A biopic or know. something about somebody. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. But okay, but, 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 but do you still feel pas passionate as an actor? Like, do you feel like... You you still haven't got that role, or you like now at the age that you're at, with the, and your kids are this this old, and and they're growing up, and you're you're in your house, and you got your man, and you got all this other things, you get OnlyFans. Do you feel, I don't know, the passion for it still, or like the need or the want to go out there and be auditioning for shit? Um, I, no, I mean I never was a big uh, auditioning person. I don't think I've ever gotten a job from an audition except for Sopranos, which was one line. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I think, what was that? Oh, fuck, I just lost my train of thought because I'm staring out the window at how beautiful it is outside. It's so nice out. Um, I have some passion projects that I that I really, really love. Yeah. Um, that my mom wrote that oh, HBO cool. had, had bought from us many years ago after Sopranos ended. 
it's about my family. It's about my great grandmother, who was the only abortionist in 1950s Harlem. It's not about abortion. There's so much controversy around it. And there always was that there was always a hard time making it. But all the right people were always interested in it because the level of artistry and the way she wrote, she's the only person who writes like David Chase. Um, She might be older than David, but she taught playwriting in New York for years. And she, you know, she's a great teacher. She, Herbert Berghoff and Uta Hagen, the big dogs in the acting biz, you know, in the 70s and 80s, 90s, they directed and acted in everything that she ever did, but none of her stuff's published. I do want to focus on publishing all her work and then possibly getting her show made. But I don't know if we'll get that far right now. We might. We're considering the possibility of attaching a semi sort of podcast situation to the ultra free brand. Okay. If we can get it together. But right now, the the brand is going to be the focus. And the brand is, you know, we're going to be setting up a website that's sort of like a little art house thing. I don't know if you know Robbie's videos. Robbie, so that your listeners know, is the drummer from the band All Them Witches. And he does all the art and all their merch. And they do really well with that stuff. With their merch. They sell tons of merch. So he's doing all our merch and we're going to be having this website that's like all his artwork, basically, where it'll all live on the website called Ultra Free. And it'll be a lot of spoken word videos between he and I and every kind of everything relates to a, a not political, but like a funny thing that's happening in the world at the moment. So gotcha. there'll be limited edition T-shirts that go with each topic. So we'll make a little video for each T-shirt and then that T-shirt will only be available for a limited time. And then there might be a podcast. If we want to expound on that subject a little bit, we'll do a whole podcast devoted to it. So it's not necessarily like a constant weekly podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll be like that. And then there'll be regular merch that's always available, but the limited edition stuff will come with the video and the, it's kind of like it's his music with his with his writing, and I am going to be acting everything out. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I'm excited. And and you could do that on OnlyFans too, because I know Whitney Cummings just dropped two specials on Whitney Cummings. I mean, uh, for her stand up, you could do a podcast on OnlyFans. It's not just what people think it is. It's it's a it's a yes. We're actually yeah. going to start doing a show on OnlyFans. Me and my my old friend Heidi. Um, listen, all these chicks cook on OnlyFans, which is like the thing. I don't know why they're not cooking naked, but they're cooking <laughs> and they're boring, dude. They're boring. So Heidi was like, let's do it, you and I. And it's like a psycho Italian cooking fest. Awesome. And we're so crazy and goofy. So we'll do a little Italian cooking show on OnlyFans. Look, OnlyFans is my freedom train. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. It it is my ultra freedom train. It got me out of so much trouble and it made it possible for me not to have to wrap my fucking mouth around another dick in this industry, if that makes any sense. No, it does. Um, Figuratively. No, for sure. Figuratively. Not literally. Good for you. Um, So now I'm just sucking my own dick, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) And getting paid for it. I like what you said in the episode. This episode, you're like, you're pretty much naked most of the time with Sopranos and all those different outfits and underwears and slips and all this stuff. And it's like, now, now you can do the same thing on here and get you know get paid. Yeah, I mean the OnlyFans thing is 
is awesome for me because first of all, I, I know this sounds cheesy. I know a lot of women say this and stuff, but at my age, the fact that, and listen, I've been offered these AI deals, like we can just AI you and you don't have to even take your pictures anymore and this and that. And I'm like, hell no. no dude. I love walking around a fucking set at my age in my underwear. Dude, hell and yeah. And seeing those pictures of me now and feeling like a sense of pride. Like, I feel good about it. Like, I don't have any regrets doing it. At first, I was nervous. I'll be honest For with you. For sure. Like, I was having... I was having weird nightmares about it. I was having slight panic attacks. Like, how could I do this? I've been so private my whole life. You have, yeah. Um, I have been, and I have never, I've never taken selfies. You don't, if you look at nah. my old Instagram, like it's rare to see a picture of me in anything. Really, I don't promote myself. I'll promote things I'm involved in. Um, but it's never like a. I'm not a selfie queen. And now you go on on OnlyFans, and it's like selfie, 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 selfie. <laughs> and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh my God, like I never really paid attention to myself. I was mm -hmm. always paying attention to everybody around me. Yeah. But I never really put any focus on me. And it feels if I mean, look, I'm doing it for other people. I'm not just doing it for me. I'm doing it for my family and totally. for Robbie and our and our business. And hopefully the the t-shirt company will have a message that comes with it that can liberate a few people and in, in the way the ways they're thinking and feeling but um so yeah I, I just feel like it's um it's all good man yeah i'm sorry i mean if you got it flaunt it you look great you're i know you're you know you're 50 you look you look awesome and it's like yeah be proud and maybe this is this is probably like a whole new world for you also as far as being self-conscious or whatever whatever you felt about you know being private and now you now, fuck it, it's already out there and there's already there's already pictures and images of you throughout your whole career of you like half naked and so like here i am my 50 years old i look fucking awesome and 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 your and your true fans can actually go support you like directly there's no middleman i'm sure i obviously they take a percentage but there's like you know what i'm saying like it's not like a movie or something this is like direct to you in your direct yeah, consumer. Yeah, and it's, it's cool. You know? I mean, look, you have to engage with fans and stuff, which I used to do on things like Cameo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I made a lot of money doing that, but I couldn't even keep up with that shit. Now I can go on a couple hours a day. I, you know, Clock in. chat with some of yeah. I chat with the dudes that are putting food on my table. <laughs> is it, it's actually face, is actually see them? You're talking on video? No, no. Okay, okay, I mean, cool. Sometimes cool. that might that would be more fun in some in some areas but no it's okay. you know it's but for the most part it's just it's i don't know it's the naked truth man i'm it's stoked for you i'm happy truth. for you and yeah. all these people that were like ah, she's desperate i was like you're a hundred percent right i was totally <laughs> fucking desperate and i got to fucking find a solution for it and i did and you did it so now you're in your yeah. house. You're in your beautiful house still. I fucking love your house. And now I'm not desperate. It's so, so everybody it, it, who said dude. that shit about me, go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, you, I hope you, you're never in my same shoes, dude. You do what you had to do for being yourself and 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 speaking your truth and standing by what you believe in and not bending or folding for people. And then do this and this got you out of debt to to support and take care of your family. It's fuck yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome, man. I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm stoked for you. People who don't know me, like I gave a lot of my. I gave a lot of my money away. Like I, I yeah. used it to help other people for the most part. I'm not like some vocal charity activist. Like, hey, look at me. I'm supporting this cause and all that virtue signaling bullshit. 
but I've taken care of my people, the people close to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I definitely, I just never thought that it wouldn't be there. I never knew the world was going to fucking shut down. I mean, you know, yeah. I, mean, I know we're still talking about this shit years later, but it deeply affected me. It didn't hit everybody the same way, but for me, it was like, it was bone crushing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Everybody, everybody has their own way to, to coming out of this for the past couple of years. It affected everybody differently for sure, man. Financially, mentally, just everything. So like, yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your family. They're supportive of it. You know, I'm stoked for you. You sound like you're in a good place and you don't have to, now you don't really have to like do things to do them from, you know what I'm saying? Like now you're going to have to, not like you had to do that before because I think you're, like you said, you're very, not just picky, but you you do what you want to do and you get asked to do things. You're not trying to go audition for shit. So now it's just like, do you, do you want to go do this thing? No, I don't have to because I got the OnlyFans locked. I'm doing the merch. Like you're in a good place where you don't have to do the Hollywood shit that you don't want to. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, like, yeah. I never, I never did it anyway. I never did yeah. it before, which is probably why I didn't have a stockpile of cash in the closet. You know, mm. like I just, I never wore the, the Chanel bag or the, put the evening gown on. I hated the fucking red carpet. It was a rare occasion to find me on one of those. I didn't go to parties. I never schmoozed. Like, I knew how to act. I never got down with being a celebrity. Like I never, it was never my thing. So, you know, I, I knew I would not be as fruitful as others. When opportunity came, I didn't, I turned a lot of it down over the years for my yeah. children. Cause I would never, I would never ever have my kids raised by a nanny. Cause Respect. I was raised by a nanny. Yeah. So I just, I turned everything down, you know? I had to. I mean, it wasn't like it was a ton of shit, but it was stuff that would have that would have definitely kept me in a different place. But it just wasn't that important to me. Yeah, I respect it. You're you're as much as you know. I don't know how much you love punk rock, but you're punk rock as fuck. You know, I I, I have a lot of friends in the punk rock world that um, don't speak out or talk about things or you know do the shit you do by your own rules. And I have so much respect for you for that. You know. As my friend, as as an artist, as an actor, as a as a mom, you know, like you really just you you you, you keep it one hundred, man. You're fucking LES girl for life. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're uh, fucking, thanks, Toby. So I, I appreciate you know your, your it realness. wasn't easy for me though. You know this this was not easy for me to say shit. Like I was so I was shaking in my house for three years, like literally, yeah, petrified that that my bank accounts were going to be tapped and. I mean, it didn't even matter because all the money fucking left anyhow, but I was so afraid to be outspoken about any of it. And then when the OnlyFans thing popped, I was like, oh, shit. Like, well, I got to tell the truth because I don't know how to tell anything else. I don't know how to be a bullshit artist. Yeah. And now I'm so old that I don't give a You ain't so old, chill, man. <laughs> you're only 50. <laughs> I, I, even though you... I know, it's, it's, yeah. That's like... Oh my god, I'm so fucking old that I'll just speak my mind now. Like, what do I have left? What have, what have, what have I got? We to got lose? to lose, yeah. I mean, you've done a lot of amazing shit in your life, and you're still doing amazing shit, and and always by your own, your own rules. So I, I love and appreciate you, and that's why I'm gonna have this call to catch up and check in with you and see how you're doing. And um, yeah, man, I, was that your house for Halloween this year? Oh, we missed out. No, we yeah. So you didn't come. Oh, we didn't miss it. Yeah, somebody was. Yeah, we got something happened. I forgot what fucking happened. Yeah. We had the cops broke up the party. Jesus. Six cops came up here, and then we were like, "What are they?" They and they hung out. 
they were eating pizza from my what fucking the pizza fuck? truck. Wow. Oh, you had a pizza I truck know. out there? Holy shit. Dude, we couldn't get the cops up here with two break-ins, but we got them up here for the pizza truck and a teenager's birthday party. Oh, there my were God. 200 kids here. Holy shit. 200 people That's showed up. That's fucking crazy. These, these my, kids um, have like that, wow. that Snapchat shit and they can see where each other and then oh, it was Mom bananas. of the year for that one. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, thanks to OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I told her, you can't have a Halloween party this year or a birthday party. You get nothing. Mommy's so broke. You're having nothing. And then Shooter was like, look, I'll help you pay for her to have a little Halloween party. And I was like, dude, I can't do it. And then boom, I was like, babe, you're about to have the biggest sweet, sweet 16 of your lifetime. That's incredible, man. Yeah, I saw a picture from the crit. 200 kids. That's nuts, man. Do you have she doesn't kids? know 200 kids. She has five friends. We were like, who are these children? Oh, you know what's crazy? That happened. Well, Max had one party in her whole life at this house where somebody tweeted or did some shit like that. And then it was like the whole backyard was full and people going crazy. It was like a mosh pit, a DJ. I was losing my mind, man. That was a Max was like a uh, senior, I think. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. You told me a story about this when we were cold plunging at your house. Crazy, dude. The whole backyard was I don't, wild. I won't even mention what that yeah, story was. Yeah, oh, let's, let's don't. Let's by don't. the way, <laughs> Robbie's got me jumping in the pool every oh, really? day with him. Yes, at 40 degrees. Dude, let's get this fucking plunge, man. Come jump in this plunge for OnlyFans. Let's get you in the plunge for OnlyFans exclusive. We want the sauna, man. I know, I the, sauna. the sauna. I got my pool for the plunge. I you do? I right in that pool. I'll hit you off this pod with the sauna people's information. Yeah, the sauna. Be yeah, I see friends doing that. They go in the pools into the sauna or a hot tub into the cold. Do you like the cold pool? I'm a champ. I am kill a it? fucking champ. I, st I, I can stay in there for 10 minutes. Oh, He's wow. Then you can kill the cold plunge then, dude. I don't know, though. Up to my neck. Like, I'm up to my tits. You know? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. The cold plunge is 39 degrees. Yeah, you, this you, is almost 39 right now in the winter. You got to pull up to my house when, when this is holiday's over. You and him come. Sauna would do the plunge. You got to do it here. I mean, you got to try it. It'd be so sick. You can, you can document shy, it for OnlyFans. That's the thing. What do you mean too I'm shy too if you're shy on OnlyFans? I ain't going to judge you, my friend. But I'm alone. I'm alone when I'm doing my pictures and when I'm with the photographers and all the other porn ladies. Like, I'm still, like, they know I'm granny. It's all these young girls, and they're just, and I still look You can wear a towel. In, you can wear a sticks. towel in my sauna, and then if you go in the cold plunge, I'll go hide in the garage, <laughs> and you can try it. I'm too shy. I you are so fucking funny. That's know, crazy. So and the world listening, the world that sees you probably thinks that you have the most, I know you're confident, but that you're not shy. Isn't it crazy how, it's just how, oh, how things are perceived, you know what I'm saying? The reality and people, people's perception of people. Yeah, like I won't, I won't even like when I'm on the beach, I will be like having four towels wrapped around me till wow. I lay down. Yeah, I don't like running around on the beach like a like a free like a free bird. I respect <laughs> that. So you're so you're free, but you're not a free bird. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. All right, we're gonna fucking hang soon. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm stoked for you. Uh, people can go to OnlyFans and check out your shit there, and the merch will be coming out in February. Um, mm -hmm. Shout to Robbie and your sooner, family. Just Look out for Ultra Free. The website's there. It's just not populated yet. You know, okay. it exists. The Instagram is up, but we have there's nobody on there yet. So just follow us at Ultra Free with two A's. Okay. And um, and the dogs are coming in at the very end of the convo. It's perfect. 
Yeah, we need followers on the new Ultra Free. So come on down. All right, well, Happy New Year, and uh, I appreciate you. And um, you too. You hear these fucking dogs? Yeah, they can't, Yeah, but they so. waited to the end of this. This calm is great. Um, I'll see you <laughs> soon, and Happy New Year. You too. Love Toby. you, my Love friend. You. Bye. 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 Welcome to the One Life One Chance Podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today I have my friend, uh, my dear friend, who's here for her second time. The first time was with our, her good friend, Chris Kushner. That was episode 180. Ms. Drea DiMatteo, thank you for being here today. Thanks. A lot has happened <laughs> since you're on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, we've become closer, hung out more, been to concerts, all kinds of shit, like chilling hard, you know what I mean? Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Toby. Thanks for choking me with this microphone. <laughs> this is your exclusive. Um, how, how's life? How is everything going with you? Um, everything's okay, except for the fact that I have this microphone in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can start off with the. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. With the strike right now, because that's that's a big deal for um, an actor. Am I supposed to call? It, can you say actor or actress anymore? Is it just actor? I mean, depends on how woke you are. Exactly. I so mean, I, I can call you an actress if I want. <laughs> well, let's just say that. I always called myself an actor because okay. I because I, I was uh, I was woke before woke happened okay. and and now that this whole movement got passed now I call myself an actress because okay. I can't sign up for that shit. Okay, so you're an actress. So welcome. Um, so how is it right now? And as far as the strike is concerned, I talked talk, talk to uh, Grillo yesterday and Rappaport. Well, it's not you know people in the mix, people that have been acting for many many years, and what it actually means, what's happening right now. Because I'm kind of I'm not really in that world to know what is really going down. I know that. We, we spoke on the original podcast about like no residuals from Sopranos and different shows like that, just getting paid a lump lump sum of money or salary or whatever you were getting. And then there's no residuals like when you put a record out and get royalties. Um, and then I was, be, I was explaining the other day that kind of like Stranger Things and shows like that, those actors and actresses don't get no residuals. So is that kind of what the strike's about? Like not just like a one-time payoff of these like Netflix shows and stuff like that? Or I, I don't know, we know what it means, like what people are um, out there act doing for it. I mean, I... I how it affects you. I, uh, well, I'm a different, I'm a whole other subject when it comes to all this because I literally have no idea what my industry does. I don't even, I don't know the players. I don't know the people. I didn't mm. know we were striking. I've been uh, MIA and kind of retired since the, the mandates. Okay. So I just kind of stopped acting. Um, but then the strike happened and yes, I mean, I, I was surprised to hear that thing about stranger things and those kids because, but I'm not because the streamers, um, it just, it's like with you guys, when we were at Metallica the other night, I was like, yo, yeah. remember how Lars fought for Napster and all that stuff. And people and it's got like, so pissed at him, but he was right. He was right. He called it. And he, look, they didn't need it. Yeah. They, those guys don't need it because they're going to get paid by Live Nation and yeah. wh whoever the big players are and the shareholders. Totally. But he basically would have paved the way for, for smaller artists and up-and-coming artists to still get paid for their music. Yeah. Um, All I the mean, downloading and shit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Everybody, you know, these young artists now have a platform that they can be heard on and seen on, but at the same time, they don't know how to monetize it unless they're touring with a huge band. Yeah. So, or even with even with a huge band, because you're just getting like an opening bill. But it's so messed up, and I guess the same thing with, I mean, Sopranos, am I allowed to say Sopranos? I don't In the strike? Hold on a second. <laughs> what do you mean during the Pret strike? I don't know. I got like all these, listen, 
I get an email telling me what I can and can't do on my social media platforms. First of all, okay. social media to me is bizarre. I don't even understand it really fully. And myself. you're really on that shit too. No, I never do anything on it. I mean, I promote whatever little things that we're doing and stuff, mostly stuff with Chris, because I, I have zero interest in yeah. my, my own industry. I'll promote other people, but myself, meh. Um, but then with the, strike. with the strike, I was told not to... I can't post like a picture of myself from anything I was in. I can't mention any networks. I can't mention my character's name. So I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about shit. I know that's photographs. I don't know if I'm allowed to even say anything. So but, let's just say that show that I was on about the mafia. <laughs> did you sign NDA? Did like you sign anything? Say 20 years or whatever years from now, I can't talk. Like, I don't understand that. Well, no, I mean, like, with our- telling you that? No, now. Now because of um, the strike. Okay. Um, Screen Actors Guild. Which, or don't promote anything because people might watch if you talk about it and then nobody gets paid for or something. No, know. this is even more mafia. Okay. They're telling us, the Screen Actors Guild is saying, if you even dare to post anything of your past shows or self-promote, anything that you'd been on before, they'll drop you as a union member. Wow. Okay. And so that's like, everything. That's like medical insurance. That's everything, right? Just, that's everything. And, and I'll be honest, the union has not been great anyhow. Yeah. I've heard that from different actors. There's a, there's a few people that I've been hearing. And, you know, I, I guess my choices for who should replace a lot of people are not the most popular choices, but yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. because I don't care anymore about being popular. I haven't yeah. been popular in a long time, especially I since I- I think you're I, popular still. Thanks, babe. I mean, uh, <laughs> I definitely uh, lost a lot of uh, f friends <laughs> when I when the past I, couple when of I, years, yeah, in the last three years, yeah. Um, really learned a lot about the world in the last three years. So you know, once you see things, you can't unsee certain things. But um, yeah. But with the strike, yes, I think that um, the streamers, there's no way of there's just no way of measuring. They can measure the yeah. the big shareholders the the big names in in the industry like yeah. people like Vanguard and BlackRock and like all these kind of big that that take over all these networks but the the actors are not making money and I heard one of the studio executives said we'll wait till union members lose their homes I saw that too that's gross man I know that's I saw that dude from Sons of Anarchy making it like a like a serious post about it. I forgot his name the main scary guy oh yeah yeah he yeah. made a series like you try to take my home it was like Fuck, yes, it was, yeah. Ron, Ron Perlman. Yes. Yeah. So that's real then. That's like real. It's like, real. So they're yeah, coming these, for everybody's money. And well, they don't care about it. Everyone is so savage right now. And then the other side Everyone's of it disposable. is- Disposable. Disposable. There's AI. Oh, yeah. Um, is that a real threat as far as for actors, like swapping out an actor for AI or is this- I mean- <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Look, you know I just started this OnlyFans thing, right? So yes, we're getting into that. So okay. Yes. Well, I'm just going to say one thing about that. The reason why, <laughs> the reason why I was like- Fuck it, I'll do it. It was kind of a joke. But when I saw that there are all these AI generated girls to, that, that boys create in basements and then they talk to the men that are subscribing. Wow. And these are AI generated women. They're not so even real. People talking to computer generated kind of fake. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wait a second. Because I was like, what if I'm filtered and I'm, I don't feel like I'm really, because I don't like to lie. I don't like to be a, yeah. big, a big fucking phony, which is why I'm not part of this industry. Because being a part of this industry is like just basically sucking dick You're all You're not day. a kiss ass. Yeah. No, I'm not. So I was like, I feel like an imposter if I use a filter, I'm like a heavy filter, but like I'm, you know, I'm 51, like I had two kids. I mean, my body looks good, but does it look like a 20 year old? Fuck no. Yeah. But 
in certain light. Like I, I look good and I can put a little <laughs> filter on that shit and be okay. But AI, yes, it's a threat because who needs the real thing? Mm. You can just fit you, you. There's a million fakes out there. It doesn't because everyone lives in these freaking phones it's now. True. No one, no one even wants to be in person anymore. I mean, that lockdown was was already was the wasn't the it wasn't the start of it, but it definitely solidified that no one needs to be in the same room anymore. Yeah, that was kind of scary, especially if people like us like that. Our our worlds revolve around community. Yeah, and talking, having conversations. The one thing I did notice during the pandemic was for such a negative cesspool the internet is, I feel like it definitely connected a lot of people that were going through the same thing at the same time, which is stuck at home in a sense. And you could see different countries and people doing this shit who had it worse or whatever, whatever the case may be. But what is real and what is fake on the internet is the real question because it's so, it's just not reality. No. Like when you like everything is wonderful when I'm not on that phone. Like I'm out living and running and hanging and talking to friends. When you get on that phone, it's just like a cesspool and it's just so addicting too. I know. So are you on there a lot? Because you're really not social media, but you like checking. No, I mean I I'll look at for news and shit and certain news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have become because I know that all these journalists have been compromised. I'm obsessed with the news now, so I look for the underground news. Okay, and then I have to make sure that it's all. That, that, that how much of it is bullshit how much of it is real yeah um you it's pr- pretty amazing what's happening to, to the world right we, have you now. always been like this like questioned everything have you always because that's pretty like a punk rock mentality have you always been like not just against the system but always questioning everything you think this is what i don't understand about society right now all of these the young generation who would align themselves like like liberals i'm a liberal i consider myself a liberal always have um, I mean, I don't vote. I never used to vote for anybody because I was against the system. I never believed in any party. I never believed in anything. I, but I also didn't believe that I could make a difference. But and I don't know that I could make a difference now. But the world has gotten so messed up with computers and phones and all that yeah. shit that it's like if we don't at least try a little bit. I don't know that I can f- sit with myself. Like if I, I feel like I have to be able to at least leave something for my children yeah um so not and not anything in particular just the truth yeah just to follow the truth don't ever just subscribe to someone else's beliefs don't follow the masses i've done it mm-hmm. but now it's like really really try to find the truth in every situation and that's really hard to do too especially with the internet because there's so many different sides of everything so many like whatever you believe in, you can find that right now and whatever like two different people can find the exact thing they're looking for in two seconds both sides of it, you know, arguments on both sides. It's it's crazy, man. It's just like, where is it all coming from? If they track everything back to where it came from. Yeah, and I think also with my kids, like what resonates? Like when you hear it, does that resonate for you? Like what is your center of truth? I don't mm-hmm. like what I hear certain things and I'm just like, I, I'll start to cry. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, fucking God, like I feel like God is on my shoulders. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um. Am I allowed to take these headphones off? Sure. I'm sweating my balls off now. (laughs) I have a fucking headache. As long as you can hear yourself, though. Oh, I can hear myself so much better now. Okay, take them off. Holy shit. I felt like I was... We can't mess up the hair. I felt like I was in the lockdown again with those headphones on. Just know Dre's excuse not to plunge in sauna today because she has her hair done and she was going to fuck her hair up. and she's not anymore. (laughs) Now it's because I have self-tanner on. Your hair is so fucking full and nice. It's crazy. Thanks, yo. It's fake. 
No, it ain't. Stop. Yes, it is, Toby. What do you mean? This shit's fake. My but how much of your hair is real? I mean, yeah, but you keep it real. You can't have fake hair. I, I got fake hair. I, everything but, but how, on me, but every how, single thing on me is real except my hair. But how much, how length, how much of the length? Let me is? pull my wig off. Hold stop, on. stop, stop. I'm gonna freak How much of that is fake, though? You, it looks need, you so... need to be. This needs to be on video. <laughs> I'm gonna pull this shit off. But how oh, much of it is bald. fake? From from here down. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> extensions. You always rock extensions. I well, I, they're left over from. I hadn't had them for a long time. They're left over from when I did that J Lo TV show. Holy they shit! They made us both get them. Wow. And I was like, how many? Freaking extensions they want me to have in my hair. And now I'm like, you know, you get addicted to that shit. Damn. So JLo has extensions too, probably. When she does long, big, yeah, because her hair is up to here too. Can you pull the mic closer now? You have no headphones on because I love you. Okay. Because you have what? Yeah. Mike. No, I love you. How was it working with JLo? I mean, talking about hair, I'm going to tell you a good story. Maybe I told you. Is she you awesome last though? Time. She's a, she's, amazing good 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 yeah good. i know chicks want to hate people want to hate people want to hate on everything man. i can't hate on her i love her she's so hot i want to stare at her all day she's beautiful i couldn't even do my scenes with her because i was so like blah, 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 blah. she's like 51 or two too as well right she thinks she's older than me she looks amazing i don't know what she's doing but it's like she's doing what you're doing she's jumping training. in and out of the sauna and the cold <laughs> plunge and the training <laughs> probably yeah she looks no she's hot and she's super nice and she's she's got like man energy she's like me she, she i like i felt like we were like kindred spirits even though we're complete opposites she's like what's your thing i was like well i'm nice i'm compassionate and she's like no i mean like your style like what are you i'm like oh i don't know that but anyway the best story with her is my first day of shooting great. No, it sounds great go it go. sounds better it sounds great go. oh fantastic i'm gonna fucking sing a song go ahead um, <laughs> we're gonna sing some J Lo shit. That'd be sick. But I was in a, we had a, we, our first scene was in a car, and my kids had just gotten massive lice, and I had all these extensions, right? And I have lice, and oh. it's our first day of shooting. I barely know her. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to cancel a day of shooting, and I have lice, and I'm sitting next to her in like a hundred degree car. No way, dude. I swear to God. I had to go have all my extensions taken out and the lice. I never told her, and I just hope she never got it. Well, <laughs> she's a big subscriber of the pod, so now she heard it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you had lice in the car with her? <laughs> yes, I was dying. Fuck, so that's fucking dying. All I'm thinking is, is this fucking thing crawling out of my hair and going into So was it head. too late when you found out to cancel anything for that? You can't, like, I can't I found out that morning that I had wow, it, and man. I don't want to tell anybody. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, what do I do? I, I have lice on the first day. That's fucking so random too. We're not, we're having kids is not. Do you feel like you're more of like a sensitive soul when you have kids? Because you're a tough, you're a tough, I'm the, tough lady. I'm the biggest pussy that ever lived, dude. I'm always crying. Okay, so the, I think the world thinks you're like, are just tough. Probably because the roles you play or just everything about, you have, you know, strong strong like jayla was talking about but if you think about it all the characters i've ever played have been victims and they're always crying True. they're not tough nobody's True. i've never really played a tough girl hmm. i did in some weird lifetime thing i did recently when out of the mandates when i when you know everybody had to take whatever they could get i like the machine gun kelly thing you did too that movie oh yeah she was tough that was cool yeah i forget i don't even know what i meant was i don't it cool even, to work I, with i Barely work. I, okay. I no. At the end, I basically walked onto that bus and played that scene with him. He was already in character. Damn. Okay. Yeah. 
That was, was funny because the other night we ran into my friend Gino Vento. Shout out to Gino from Mayans. And you guys got to meet the other night and you were on one of the episodes, but you never watched it of one of the last Mayans episodes. And that was, you, you, were, you were awesome. And it was so cool to see you on there. Yeah, that was a show I definitely was not um, tough with. in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Sons. Am I allowed to say? Yeah, yeah. You know the sure. show about the motorcycle boys? You can, you can say yes away. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. But but I, I'll mention the minds. You were great. And it, it was just cool how you came back into the show. It was, just, it was cool to see you and I was surprised. Yeah, I, was, I didn't see it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird to watch your, stu- watch your stuff after you do it? I don't watch any of it. It's like I don't listen to my shit once I record either. Like I don't listen to any of my music. I fucking never listen to any podcasts after I do it. I hate listening to my voice. So I get yeah, it. Yeah, I never, ever do. Yeah. That's why I was nervous when I did the podcast. I was like, Jesus, what if I'm saying the wrong shit day after day after day? Yeah. And I, sometimes I wouldn't sleep before the podcast. You get anxiety about it. I get anxiety before. I would have it after. And I don't have that about, you know, when I'm acting. on mm-hmm. thing. Oh, I mean, I do, but not so much. Do you get anxiety and you get stressed out a lot? Yes. Is it from the world? Um, you want to protect your kids, be a good mom, and I've always been stressed. Like I'm always been. I, I can't believe that I ever became an actor because I was so shy. I, I can't um, see you being shy. Oh, man. it was insane. Like a pro- like problematically shy. Like okay. there, I had to go to a therapist every morning before school because I would cry every morning at school. Like what out of control. Just... My parents weren't around when I was little. I was mostly raised by the nanny. And I think okay. I was like just sort of, and they pulled me out of school in second grade because some weird shit happened in first grade. Um, in Queens, they put me into all girls school in Manhattan so in the middle of the year. And I was just That's like, rough. yeah, I was just way too shy for all of it, like to meet new kids and the whole thing. And no siblings, right? Two older brothers. Okay. So where were they at? Were they, did you grow up with them? Were they hanging with you? One of them was 11 years older. So he was already. We, when we moved out of Queens, he stayed in Queens with my grandma because okay. he was finishing school. So I never really lived with him when I was little. Wow. And then the other one was seven years older. He was already, you know, smoking weed and running around the neighborhood. So you were kind of on your own in a sense. I was by myself. Damn. I'm like an only child. But until I was older. Yeah. And I had some party friends. So like, you were super shy until you started finding your party friends and then everything just blossomed. We kind of, then you became a wild kid. I was a wild kid. I wasn't wild. <laughs> you wild? I mean, I wasn't even wild. Like, I don't even understand sometimes. Wild compared to kids now is way different for sure. I mean, these kids are savages, man. They got this social media. They have all these different, like, things they're looking at and trying to copy and be like and all this influence and stuff that we didn't, we were outside. We weren't doing that. That's what's scary about phones and all our kids know is social media. Like we had a life before that. We got to live outside and do our thing. But yeah. this, this is the life they know, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's I mean, my, my kids are different than other kids. I, I don't know how it happened. I think because I, I, I never left my kids. Yeah. Uh, because I was raised by a nanny. Uh, and especially, you know, a lot of people think, oh, she's an actress. Even, even the housekeeper who lives with us was always like, why are you always with your kids? I'm here. And I'm like, because you're here to take care of the old lady, the woman who, yes. who raised me, the piece, monkey. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'll never leave my children. I don't give a shit. Their dad's a traveling musician. Yeah. We don't live together. Um, it's just me and my kids. Like, yeah. So I think they liked being a kid. They never, they don't, they still want to be a kid. Yeah. So like, like black, hanging out with you, you're still cool to hang out with. I'm with them all the time. Like you're with Max all Same. the time. I love it. Like I, I, I want to be cool forever to them. You know what I mean? Me Even too. when we're not living together. 
Me too. It's like, it's crazy like how we, we make these children, we raise them, we don't own our kids and they, they can just go and they're 18, they can just, it sucks, man. I know. I know. Bama's <laughs> going to leave. I know Bama's going to leave. I feel like girls growing into women, like they're, they're so way more independent and just want to get out and go to college and see the world than, than boys. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm noticing that with Max and his friends. Like the girls are like focused, they're getting good grades, they're ready to like take on the world. And like, yeah. Boys yeah, are maybe. still trying to figure it out and like. True, may- maybe. I don't know. How old is she now? She's 15. She's, wow, okay. She already is like, you know, going on some school trip to either Israel or Germany. She doesn't know. doesn't know anyone. It's so cool though. So I'm like, Ventress. oh shit, then I gotta fucking go and she doesn't want you... me to go, but I'm gonna be there. She just won't know I'm there. Mom's gonna be there randomly. I'll be there in the back. I'd be like in another hotel, in some five star fucking hotels. Chilling. You know. But did you travel as a kid that young? Uh, I, I went on a school trip at sixteen. Okay. I went to Spain. Okay. And my, I mean, my story going to Spain. I was, <laughs> I was smuggling hash. What? Oh smuggling yeah. Back. Obviously. I, none of my friends were on the Spain trip. It was the geek. All the geeky kids were on the Spain trip, the and nerds. I was like, that's where I want to go. All my Italian friends. All my um my my regular friends were going to Italy, okay. and I was like, but I'm going to Italy when I graduate, so fuck that, I'm gonna go to Spain. And I had hash in my bag and didn't even realize it. And the dogs bum rushed me in the in the hotel in the hotel. I mean, in the airport. No way. So I got that shit out of my bag so fast into a trash can. I watched those fucking German shepherds jump into that trash can. Oh, this is coming back to America. No. Or going there. This was going there, and then there was some kind of threat coming home, and they. My mother sent for me because we were all on, in coach seats, like all normal yeah, with, yeah. With, the, with the class. She was like, I want you home today. She got me on like a first class Iberia flight. I was like, I don't want to be by myself. So she was like, I'm getting one of your friends in your class to fly with you. And she got one in touch with one of the moms. She's like, Peter should fly home with her. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. A, I don't know what happened. Something happened in Spain or in America or something was going on in the world. That's scary. And they were... They had me sent home. So your mom was, is your mom pretty protective? She was super protective. Even though she wasn't around when I was a kid, super protective. But she's a playwright. She was trying to do her thing. She's an Italian mom. She came from a mafia background. She didn't want to cook and clean and get her eyes beaten down with fucking punches and shit. Like wow. the Italian, like her mother, okay. my grandma. Um, so she just wanted to do the opposite. She didn't learn how to cook, clean, anything. So wow. by the time she had kids, she and especially me, because I was the last kid, she was like, I'm done. That's it. The nanny can have you. <laughs> and are you, do you cook? I do everything. I didn't want to be her. I didn't want, I had to fix that. Like everybody yeah. passes their shit down from totally. generation to generation. My grandmother was, was beat down, but her mother before that was the only abortionist in New York City in the 1950s. Wow. So she was a big fucking deal. Um, the only one doing it. Wow. Yeah, in That's Manhattan. Crazy. So she ran a huge business, and her husband was the junk, the stay-at-home, like halcyon wife, like like the, the 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 wife that was taking care of everything. It was like the opposite. Yeah. Um. He was a drug addict, and she just controlled everything, and he did everything she needed. So it's like everything skips a generation. Yeah. So now it comes back to me. I got my kids. I'm like, well, who am I going to be in all this? I mean, I never got married. Yeah. But, and is I was- Is that for any reason? Would you believe in marriage or just this didn't happen? I was against it okay. for years. I think I was, I was never a feminist because I always hate all that crazy radicalized shit. Mm-hmm. But I do believe in 
all sorts of human rights, of course. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But anything that goes too far with all the preachy nonsense, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I, you know, and I know where I come from, which is a, it is, I am coming from a place where women are empowered and I'm also coming from a place where women have been beat down. Yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of finding that balance. Totally. Um, but as far as marriage goes, I think in the last three years, my view on it has changed. Ooh. Like I have tons of engagement rings, dude. You do? <laughs> I do. And now I'm like, let's go sell all these motherfuckers. I was going <laughs> to give them all to Bama. Like I have so many <laughs> these diamonds and shit, but I don't know. So you would get married at this point. Who knows? I would get married, but against. Robbie is against marriage. He doesn't oh, like marriage. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So there's that. And he's young. Yeah. You know. But no more kids. If I could have more kids, I would have 10 more kids, <laughs> dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. I don't even know how many dogs I'm going to get when Blackjack is too big. Mm. He just told me that, I mean, he's 12 and there are all these kids that have crushes on each other. And he's like, they all, 12 year olds are all, Bam has crushes on no one, but the 12 year olds are all starting. He's my baby. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get another dog. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking about boys too. Yeah, they have those early crushes. My son did too. I think girls are just focused on schoolwork and whatever. It's, it's just different, man. She doesn't give a shit. No, but a lot of these girls crushing hard. Mm. Bama doesn't care because she's she's just so into her art, man. She's it's such cool. a you know she's freaky. She's she a is mus- cool. She's musician. a cool style. Yeah, her she's, makeup the other night and the way she's dressed was like so cool. Man. She's the coolest. Does her own thing. She's the coolest. But she's gonna break some boys' hearts or girls. I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. So what is your take on what is your take on OnlyFans? The kids? Yeah. This was a joke at first. Yeah. And they were part of the joke. So, you know, now I'm like, Blackjack, this shit's real. Are you okay with this? He's like, just don't get naked. Respect. I'm like, okay. Um, but I'm like, but you know that I've been naked for photo shoots with huge photographers when I was young. Which is why I would even like I and on TV and the movies, yeah, everything, yeah. I've never done nudity, but um, like oh, that's full true. full it's nudity, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for photo shoots, I have. Okay. I mean, Jesus Christ, I did a. Photo and those shoot. exist somewhere on the in the world. I have. There is a photo shoot that David LaChapelle did. Oh wow! For I can't say whose musicians album cover years many years ago because that was a big. I didn't know this person was married. Okay. And I was having, I was dating him. And oh, I did shoot. not know okay, this motherfucker was married. Oh my God. Uh, until the wife called my house and spoke to the old lady, the mon- my monkey, the nanny. Oh. <laughs> this is fucking the most crazy shit. But David has like crazy naked pictures of me. That never that been took, published or anywhere or anything like that? Never been published. But then David and I did a photo shoot for a magazine cover. And I'm naked in all those pictures. And that's what the picture that's on the OnlyFans thing. Okay. And people are like, holy shit, she's totally naked holding a cigarette. And I'm like, that picture is a hundred years I've old. Seen the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a grandmother. That is not me right now. Look how I weigh like 90 pounds. <laughs> you know, and now I'm, I'm overeating just to stay fucking fat now that the OnlyFans thing was like, <laughs> was such a success. I was like, shit, had I known I could have done this in the pandemic? Dude. I it really have, blew up in the pandemic for a lot of people. I didn't even think of it. I, it didn't even dawn on me. I had to, at that point, I still had, um, I must have still had integrity. <laughs> and I now say, yeah. I have zero because, I mean, I told you what happened last week. When we did this thing, it was sort of just a joke. Like I didn't even think to look it at crazy, it until man. all of a sudden it's in the news. And I'm like, what in the fuck? This was, I didn't even put it on my grid. I put it in on my IG stories story. as a joke. Like, 
It wasn't even, I mean, I don't even look like myself in the picture. It was so watching goofy. Her falling, man. And they took that and ran it. New York Times, New York Post, all these things. You, were, It's crazy, man. I know. Well, it was because of, you know, I think they thought, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say my character's name from that mafia show. But Whatever that character's the, name, yeah. The, the, um, Andrew La Quinta, let's call him <laughs> Andrew La Quinta. Okay. Um, if it was his page, everybody would be signing up for that because that character is like is like an icon yeah. for people. People love Sexy. that character. Um, but I'm clearly not that person anymore. But still, you know, I didn't age too bad. I haven't done any you work. Look, you look great. I don't have fake tits. I don't have fake anything, um, except for the hair, except for <laughs> which, the freaking hair, which I can't even tell. Yeah. <laughs> So um, what's it, so what's gonna happens now? So now it's like now the page is launched. Now people are going to it. Now we're gonna figure out. I connect you with some people. Gonna talk obviously off the pod and get some advice. And people, I have a couple of friends that are on that are making crazy money. Have a manager running it. It's totally professional. Um, know, so they pay your um, taxes on it. And um, yeah, I know a lot of people are doing it, man. They're just. just I don't laughing. understand it. I look at it. I look at the page. I look at the the things that like different things you can do different on tiers, it. Different tiers, different. I things. don't understand it okay. at all. But then I, uh, what's her name? Um, Bella Thorne's mom got in touch with me yesterday. So she, and, for the listeners, she's the one who put the page up. It went totally crazy, but there was nothing on there. I think it was like a million dollars or something. The first day, something really. She broke the internet. Yeah. She, I think she crashed the site. But people thought it was going to be naked stuff and it wasn't. It was a backlash and money got sent back. Something crazy happened. She still, I don't know what really happened. She made a ton of money. I yeah. believe she made a ton of money. And I've seen her Instagram page and she's a free spirit, man. Yeah. This kid's not like, you know, she reminds me of me when I was 21 if I had confidence. Okay. I did not have confidence at 21. At 21, I was in rehab. You were a shy person in rehab, yeah. You know, I yeah. was a completely different creature. But she's, what's funny, and I told her mom this yesterday, I was like, she's the only person, because when I met her on, on uh, what was that show that we did? Um, Paradise City. Okay. Uh, she said she did it because of me and Boone and all the, all the there were so many Sons of Anarchy people in the show. Um, and then That's all cool. the, half of Disney was on the show. Yeah. My friend Ash hired. Do you know Ash Avildsen? Maybe. Oh, you should totally have him on. Okay. He's a fucking rock star, man. He owns okay. um, Sumerian Records, but they oh, just I know that. yeah, yeah. They yeah. do okay. They merged, I think, with Virgin. He did and the Paradise now, City, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he does. Um, he just keeps making. He made a TV show. Now he just did a movie about female wrestlers in the fucking fifties. Oh, that's cool. Like he is the okay, boss. Okay. He's awesome, and he just. I think he signed Smashing Pumpkins. That was like a big one oh, for wow. them. But okay, the company's merged. He's awesome. Anyhow, um, when the movie comes out, you should have him on the pod if he's allowed to promote anything. <laughs> um, a director. Promoting OnlyFans today, though. That's okay to promote. Okay, that. so anyhow, it's Bella Thorne. I was like, she's the only person that could play me as a kid. Mm. When I met her, I was like, she needs to play me as a kid because she, like the way, it was, and I told her mom this, I was like, it was the way she smelled. She <laughs> smelled like me. She had those hairy pits just like me. I was like, this hippie chick. Anyway, adorable, so cute. But anyhow, the mom, the mom is, uh, I don't know if I'm going to. She's I, running like a business to help she, sell stuff Yeah, like I don't that. know how to handle that page. I don't know what to do. I know. I you don't just know put what it out do. there, though. You put the bio in this, and the link up and just set it up and just put it out, and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I give them the pictures, and then they just run with it. And yeah. Just, you know, I just have to tune in every now and then, talk to a few people. I didn't know I had to talk to people. But not really directly, supposedly. I don't know how it works, man. Well, I don't think we're supposed to give up those secrets. Sorry, Here's sorry, hoping. sorry. And so you have to, now you have to, take new, you have to take new photos, updated ones. 
New, did Dre you say announce? nude or new? No, new photos. Yes. Robbie and I have been talking about, um, Robbie's my uh, my boyfriend, guys, from All Them Witches, the yes, band, All Them Witches. the drummer. Very handsome, wonderful um, young man. Really fucking hot. I'm just kidding, but I hate saying He's boyfriend. He's in my garage now working out. Because <laughs> it sounds buff. like I'm 12. My boyfriend. So I'm going to say my buddy, Robbie. <laughs> um, my buddy, my buddy, Robbie. Uh, Great band, by the way. I got to go see them a couple months ago, thanks to you, and I never even knew that music, and it was crazy like three sold out shows at the troubadour it was i love his drum style the crowd was amazing it was awesome yeah different gonna, world for me it was cool they're gonna do the ryman for two nights now That's but cool. they're you know everybody's starting families and getting married and so he's the only one that is ready to go yeah but the rest of the band is in the midst of like a new baby a new marriage yeah, real life sh- yeah all yeah, this yeah. stuff so he's bombed because he wants to to move so i've convinced him to start this little business with me because he's a merch he's a merch master. They mm. make more fucking money on their merch than anything else. You should do your own merch. You had merch before. It was awesome. We're going to do it. We're going to do his we're going to do something together. That's cool. Called Ultra. Um and it's all about, you know, being ultra free. Nice. All, all, ultra happy, ultra <laughs> horny, ultra ultra fucked up, ultra psychedelic. Um, ultra everything. Ultra everything. Would and he do OnlyFans with you or not? No, but it was it was his idea. Yeah, it was his idea, and it's more to just like we want to raise money for this thing that we're gonna do because you know that I mean I don't know that I would do another podcast, but if I do do it, gangsters and goddesses. It, I, yeah, I don't know that I w- I can't do that again. Um, but a lot of people have been asking me to do one that's you know news based. Yeah, not I so can much see you doing that. Yeah, and it's not Chris's thing. She, and I and I hate podcasts. You know that, know even, though even though I'm on your podcast right now. I appreciate you. I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm also not used to doing podcasts in person anymore. Everything's yeah. like over the phone. I don't like that. I don't like that energy. The, the lack of energy. Yeah. I waited for years to get people on my podcast. Four years for a couple of people recently just to do a face to face. It's so much better, man. Yeah, it is. The Zoom ones. I never did a Zoom one. It's just. I don't know. I know. My friends started, the kids from the show, from the Mafia show that we were on. I saw that. They have a new one. They have a cool, they had one before, like, I forget the name, it was three people, them and one other person. Pajama pants. Yes, is that still the one? Nope. They, um, Jamie moved to Austin. I saw that. So Robert was here and Kaysom, the other kid, was here and they ended up breaking it up because they didn't want to do it over Zoom anymore. So so Robert Eiler, he moved there to be with her. Oh, that's sweet, I mean, man. they are- Some real brother and sister I shit. fucking love them so much. And the name of their podcast now is, is Not Today Pal. Okay, that's cool. Not Today Pal. Yeah, and today they just- That's so cool. I saw the thing, the funny when they were on- Did you see that today? Movie, I think- she got a UTI and they were talking about it on the show. And then he went and got all of these people to send her condolences for her UTI and they cut it together and put it up today. Oh my God. There, He's nuts, dude. He's fucking crazy. He's cool though, right? He's it's- the best. I love these kids so much. I can't tell you. Robert and I have remained really close. And Jamie to me is still just like this angel. Yeah. So their, their differences together. I'm just here to promote their podcast right now. <laughs> so they're, now they're both in Austin doing the pod together. Yes. Does he have kids too or no? No. She has He's kids. He's still young too. I and mean, these kids are still young. Yeah. Yeah. He had a rough, you know, he had that whole like child actor. Yeah. Like, crazy. You know, he's like a comeback strong kid. Has he done... Is he done acting since then? Or he's just strictly apologizing. Right I don't now? know that he even really likes it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I could be wrong about that. No, I haven't seen him do. He was playing poker, professional poker. Wow. For a while. Making money. Yeah. 
So what, what is some, what, I, mean, I know we talked the other day, you don't really read comments on your social media, and I know Bam looked at a couple of things about the OnlyFans stuff, but what, what does the press think, why do they think you're doing the OnlyFans? What are they trying to say? Anything? Well, I think the post thing ran first. <laughs> Maybe because of the strike? I, I don't know, that. that's, that's a pretty good reason, but... I, you know, it didn't even, it's for me, it wasn't even like, oh, I'm doing this because of the strike. Yeah. I, it was what literally, made you think about doing it? Just... my, uh, Robbie's assistant, um, was doing OnlyFans, this kid with like chicks, Making two chicks. crazy money. I don't even know. I didn't know, know anything about it. I really, you it was how a big joke. Was? No, I didn't know anything. I, I know <laughs> nothing. I still don't understand it. I still don't know what I'm doing. I freaking love I'm it. I'm like an old... <laughs> The the young kids tell me go this way and I walk into this and I'm and like I just said don't follow the sheep and don't do whatever anyone says but in this situation I was like so wait you're saying that if I show my feet I can make money Crazy. doing that because I there's people there's people for everything it's so bizarre to me but to me it's just another platform yeah. for PR I guess. And I don't really do PR. Like I haven't had a publicist in years. I don't. I don't care about this industry, man. It's not my fucking thing. Yeah. I care about my family. I care about my kids. I love that. But in the um in the pandemic, when all that shit went down, and I didn't comply. I mean, I don't know if you don't you don't want me to talk about this shit, but it doesn't really matter. It's not like people you know. know. Uh, I know a lot of people get fucking cringy about it. I could give a fuck at this yeah. point. So I I lost everything. I mean, my, my agent dropped me. Um, I just, I, I never understood what was going on. And then when I saw that it became mandatory and that if you didn't comply to certain things that you were going to be fucking pushed aside, then I started following the money. And as soon mm. as I started doing that, I realized everybody's a fucking whore. And everybody will go, everyone will go the distance, even if they're going to fucking destroy people's lives to get that fucking money. Yeah, I hate I hate money. I've never Yeah. I hate I know. It's so crazy. I mean, I know you weren't even fucking doing ads on your podcast for a yeah. minute, which is so totally crazy. I know, I'm weirdo. Because as long as you can just pay your bills and I've no, only just wanted to pay my bills. I was never savage, never wanted the big career, never wanted to be a film star, never wanted any of the things All and the I guess same shit and everything. No. Yeah. And a lot of people wrote mean shit, I guess, on that post thing because my daughter went and read it. So she read the comments. I don't read comments on anything. I love that you don't. Um, my ex read, both of my, all my exes would read comments on everything I would post, on everything anyone would say about drive them. Drive you insane, man. And they went nuts. I swear to God, it, so was the, it was the death of parts of the relationship from time to time. Mm. Um, and I don't care about it. Because it's just strangers, first and foremost. So nothing about who you really are. It's the perception. It's a, what they think you are from this, the roles you played or what your social media is. But nobody really knows you but your fucking family. And that's all that matters. I learned that yeah. too in the pandemic for the past couple of years. Like a couple of negative comments here and there. Like I, I laugh at it now. I'm like, these motherfuckers don't know anything about us. Or, or No. But with my kid, it was like, it was the first time that some comments, I, that was the Metallica night. That was the, mm. during the you day. Had a rough day, that day I, I had a bad day today. And I'm like, why am I so fucking upset? Yeah. I was like, did I just make a mistake? Like that thing was a joke. Like I wasn't even, I, I could care less about it. Yeah. But then when I saw that there was like, that was, that's real money that if I'm not going <laughs> to give that to my kids. So the support was pretty good the first you know day. I, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I'm not going to turn this down now because, because some haters at home nah, have some degrading shit to say about me. Hey, nah. everyone thinks I'm sucking dick, which is fine. But it's like, you know you what? Know. I could either be sucking that guy's dick or my fans dicks at this point because, yeah. and I would way rather 
be sucking my own dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'd rather yes. be there for my fans who, my fans love me. They always have. I walk down the street and the money and helps your family. Same shit every day. Yeah. But I never monetized anything on my back. I never, and every one of the uh, Sopranos or SOA, everybody made a killing off of their personas I and i didn't because i live for family love what goes on in my house yeah dinners shit like that um the only reason the only thing fame was ever fun for me two two things concert tickets and good seats and fucking a, a, a restaurant dinner table like getting a good seat in a restaurant yeah that was it i could give a shit about the rest of it yeah you know so when i saw all that i definitely was like you know she's a kid these things are suggestive and she hears like what if she's hearing that i'm a loser all of a sudden mm -hmm. i have been the most badass fucking mother turned down every fucking project that was inconvenient to her life and she knows that um but it's still i know what you're saying. she watched me give up everything in the last three years yes um to the point where my house but, was but even, loves you for it though yeah but it's still She's still a kid. I know. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. still a kid and she's still hearing people say really fucking gross shit about her mom, about, you know, kind of being a loser and shit. And I'm like, I'm not signing up for this shit. And I don't, and, and obviously for a moment there, it, it took its toll on me. I was like, fuck that. And then, you know, of course, all I had to go was listen to Metallica and yeah. like everything changed in, in a <laughs> and heartbeat. Went, and then you went again too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going one more time. That's fuck the power of music shit. though. Power of music, away. man. And it was always more important to me than my industry, which is why I didn't care. And I wasn't going to take a job that wasn't convenient for my kids. Yeah. So I turned down a lot of shit. But luckily the things that did come my way, that landed in my lap, you know, were all you know the biggest tv shows yeah and that was cool but i never really made money on those shows i know you talked about on the first episode like i remember uh Gandolfini gave you guys checks for the royalties of the dvds that came out of yeah. the seasons and that was like a really big check and nice gesture you know what i mean yeah that was cool but like yeah i mean you make your money so we actually so you made money the first day people are subscribing to your thing now you just got to get it popping and get it grooving it already started so it's like no turning back now yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm going to just shut it down. I mean, no. I was like, do I really want to do this? But, it, it you know, if it can... Look, I'd rather do things with Chris Kushner, my partner, yeah. um, all day. And we always have to raise money for certain things. We're working on a drink together that yeah. she created. When this podcast comes out, your wine will be coming out next Tuesday, which is tomorrow when this podcast drops your yeah. new wine's coming out the gangsters and goddesses wine correct gangster goddess wine we had it this well this is another fucked up thing we and i'm gonna fucking blast these pricks out of the water right okay. now because i don't care um we had a deal going with a company called zonin i don't even fucking care that i said their name chris she's <laughs> doing like chris she's doing her thing let her do her thing <laughs> she, oh she doesn't she wants she wants to start our podcast to blast them out okay, of the okay. water um, she had a deal. They first came to us. They wanted to sign us for a wine deal. We said, great. They said, they'll have the contracts over to us next week. And then they come back and say their CEO said that getting involved with someone from The Sopranos is, is a corporate suicide. So they walked. Wow. I wrote a nasty letter, basically, not to them, to my partners, other partners that Chris and I have, um, just explaining how 
peasant-like their intellect was. Yeah, that's As crazy. Italians who consider themselves worldly winemakers, I was like, well, huh. you people clearly have no intellect and don't understand Shakespeare or art or literature or anything because The Sopranos stands as one of the highest pieces of art in history. Mm. So we laughed all the way to the bank. Um, for you, maybe it was corporate suicide. Well, now it is corporate suicide, motherfuckers, because they just cost us thousands of wow. dollars in legal fees. Thousands. Oh, wow. They came back. They courted us. They said they wanted to do business with us. They wanted to make a deal. They lost their other two female clients, so I think they wanted to replace them. And a company called Two Chicks, which is amazing um, RTD drink. And we figured we'd be their two broads. And they had us doing legal fees for like nine months. They turned around in the end and said that we were difficult. Um, I'm going to tell you why we were difficult. We gave them our trademark, 50% of our trademark. No one ever does that. That's crazy. But we gave it to them because they wanted everything. But we figured you're going to make the sauce, so we're going to give you 50% of everything. So who cares? Mm -hmm. um, I asked for photo approval. And they said no and put us in the too difficult category and cost me fucking thousands of dollars. I am furious. What do you mean photo appear? What do you mean? What does that mean? Like They said if we fly categories? you to Italy oh. for a photo shoot and okay. you don't like any of the photos, then we're stuck. And I'm like, A, that comes out of our money. B, I would never do that. I've been doing this for fucking 20 years. Yeah. You don't think I'm going to pick a fucking photograph that works? Yeah. I mean, and we're it's going to be written into the contract where you're protected and I'm protected. But I need that protection. Yeah. I need to be able to say, you can't use any fucking damn thing you please. Yeah. How would I be a gangster goddess if I was letting you fucking trample all over me? True. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I wasn't being difficult. Chris was ready to give them what they wanted um, because I don't think she gets the implications of it. But I do because it's my industry. Yeah. Um, but Chris is the first one when she doesn't like a picture of herself. She's like, I don't like what this looks like. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, I know, so we have to be protected. Yeah. Um, but it, it been going on for so many years. We have dealt with so many different wine and alcohol deals, and every one of them have turned out to be the fucking biggest scumbags I have ever dealt with. Wow. But these guys who I thought were the classiest and I thought they were going to be the coolest, fuck them. So now I have a new one coming, a whole different brand now. Within 13 minutes. Wow. Just to pay back our lawyer, yeah, just to yeah. not have to go out of pocket, just to take care of business, like like gangsters should. Yeah. Fuck these people. I almost lost my fucking house in the last three years. I'm not about to give you a fucking dime. So, but the lawyer was fantastic. I want to fucking take care of the lawyer, but but these fucking dudes over a photograph. Wow. Yeah. So they obviously had just have like the final on. say for the photo of you guys or whatever for the brand's going to be. That's all they, you asked. They wanted out. They clearly fucking wanted out and they didn't know how to get out in the final hours because their company's so fucked up. Not only that, afterwards I found out that the fucking father of the company was robbing the Venetian banks and robbing all the Italians in Italy and they had fucking boycott zone and wine signs all over the place. They fuck with the wrong two bitches. Is it a big company too or no? They're a huge company. Okay, okay, okay. They sell to the freaking olive garden okay, and meanwhile okay. when they were like getting involved with the sopranos is is uh you know corporate suicide i thought to myself well wow means, do you man. think that for an italian like myself to align myself with the fucking olive garden <laughs> that wrecks my fucking brand bro Magianos? yeah 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 
suck my dick. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I can't believe it's corporate suicide. I don't know what that means. That's like. Because they don't want to be associated with the mafia mm. or whatever, but it's like they just handled their own affairs yeah. like they were the mafia. Yeah. You know, of course you don't want to be associated with it. Maybe there's some reality there then, assholes, because your 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 granddaddy has been fucking robbing banks. Fuck. So what's the new brand called that the stuff's coming out tomorrow? It's, it's Gangster Goddess Wine. We're, we just did a white wine and... um. And that's it with a company that we love with Knocking okay. Point. I absolutely love these guys. Literally a contract within 14 minutes. Wow. Signed, done, easy, no bullshit, you know, yeah. like-minded people. And it was cool. What are they based out of? Um, Out of Walla Walla, Washington. I like to say that, Walla Walla. Uh, Walla Walla, Washington. Washington. So are you a big wine drink? Is that pretty much your, your drink of choice? Is I actually don't love wine. I love their wine. Okay. I really do. And I'm not saying it because no, it's our thing. Um, our Pinot Noir was amazing. That's done. That that was that sold out ages ago. It sold out pretty fast. But the white wine has like this, the minute you sip it, it's got none of those weird tastes. And then you taste the ch the, the grape. At the mm. end, I was about to say cherry. You taste the grape <laughs> at the end, and it is so freaking good. I drank like the whole bottle by myself, and I'm wow. not a real wine drinker, um, but I absolutely adore it. And this company is so cool. They do this thing where you can, you would love this actually, being in our business. You can order a case of wine for a friend, yeah, for a Christmas present or whatever, and you can create your own logo. Your own bit, like you can put your business on there. Oh, that's cool. You can put your brand on it and send it out to friends. That's pretty. Which cool. I think is really, really a cool. Yeah. And it's cheap. It's that's really awesome. cheap. It's awesome. Is that the only only thing you drink as far as alcohol wise? Just wine? No, I drink tequila, bro. I don't even drink wine that. I know, much. I know. So you tequila? What else? What's like your drink? I'm of a choice? tequila drinker. Okay. Big time. And I just found this tequila that I'm obsessed with. I think it's called Lalo. No so, hangover. Is that your only party choice? Tequila? Or do you smoke too, or? No, I don't do anything. Just tequila. I smoked up until two years ago, cigarettes. You smoked cigarettes? You quit the day before you came in the podcast the first time? Oh, maybe. I, I quit when I got COVID. Yeah, that was like the second. I, got, I was so, scared. That was like your second day or something and no smoking. Yeah, I'll never smoke again. Never? I smoked since I was 12, dude. I know, that's freaking crazy, dude. Yeah. What about what about singing or music for you since you love music so much? Like, ever thought about ever playing or singing or... No, but I mean, the thing that Robbie and I, um, you know, when Robbie helped do Gangster Goddess, there's like the voiceover of me in the beginning yeah. and it's his music um, with our whole T-shirt line. It's going to be, it'll be his, because he can't do his band right now. He has two other bands yeah. and everybody's busy. Um, I'm like, look, dude, I'll be your band for now. We'll do spoken word shit. He does crazy spoken word stuff. He does? Okay. It's insane. He's bizarre. He's nuts. He's psychedelic. It's all weird, spiritual. A lot of it's political right now mm -hmm. with what's happening in the world, but a lot of it's funny. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do some of that stuff again, but it's gonna be for the merch, and and our whole thing is um this merch needs a movement, so we we want to start the rebellion again. You can sell it on your OnlyFans too, right? Probably you push all that. You push your wine in there with anything, right? Yeah, we'll pull, I mean, the, uh, the OnlyFans is the only way for me to go because I can't subscribe. And to, it's your platform you could use. It's you have full control over it. It's cool. Yeah, I mean the whole meta life thing is it's just not for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've been shadow banned. I've been everything. Yeah, they shadow ban you over who you follow, so you don't even have the freedom to follow people that you find interesting. You get shadow banned for following people. That's crazy. Certain that's people. I've, that's what I've heard. Um, 
something funny happens when I went to your house for Halloween and the vibe I got from you was it was like a Sopranos theme. I mean, Mafia show. And we pulled up to your show dressed like, <laughs> Moon was dressed like you. My friend Jessica was dressed like you. Um, my friend Tim came, I came, and then we showed up. The only person dressed like that was you, I think. And I think I told everybody it was a Sopranos themed Halloween. And we got there and it was just us. It was great. It was an amazing party. But like, we still talk about that today. It was really fun. I, well, I think you asked me what I would. I said, well, I'm going to go as Adriana. Yeah. Because I have found the costume. That's right. And we're supposed to auction all those costumes. The leopard costume. Off. I haven't done it yet. You're still fitting it and killed it. Yeah, I had to open up the the I had to open up the box. There was a major camel toe happening. But then I looked at the old pictures and I'm like, I remember I was so uncomfortable back then. Mm. That thing was riding up my bukiak back then. That's an Italian word for twat, Toby. So you still um, so you still have that original outfit, obviously. Yeah, if we found boxes of stuff when I moved out of my Hamptons house. Dude. Yeah, crazy original shit. Original stuff from the show. My ring, Adriana and Diamonds. Um What are you gonna do with it? I'm just gonna auction the tiger suit off. You should. I mean the other stuff my daughter might want, but um I mean I don't know. I don't That's know. kinda we'll cool see. though. We'll see. Um, mm. But what was it? Oh, the, the the Halloween party. A lot of people were ended up uh, ended up dressing like Adriana. Yeah, there was a couple, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, but it wasn't supposed to be a soprano themed. Okay, am I allowed to say soprano? Whatever, it's like said soprano. It, right? it's like alto. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be an alto themed. Mm. Um, <laughs> a mafia themed party. No. What kind of stuff do you do? You watch like what kind of TV shows you like? I watch nothing. No TV. Zero. No documentaries. No. Uh, reality shows nothing wow I would say I watch nothing these days I don't watch movies I don't watch I went to the movies and I saw I I took the kids to the Barbie movie Um, that was fun saw that it was cute I I mean my daughter had you know everybody had notes everybody had notes (laughs) Blackjack at first was like it's woke I'm like that's because you heard someone say it's woke Uh relax chill (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know I was like I'll watch Margot Robbie do nothing. I'll watch her sit in a fucking chair and sleep all day. And I could give too. a shit. He's handsome too. Oh my god, I love him too. I could. I mean, they're both great. So yeah. I could care less about all that. What shit. What about reading books? You read books? I do probably read lately more than I do watch anything on TV. Yeah, but I'm not reading shit that anybody on here wants to know about. Okay. And what about, <laughs> what about your daily? I know you drink coffee. Do you exercise? Like, what do you? You do yoga. Um, Chris and I usually do Pilates. We like to go to oh, one, right. one's a bar. Um, but we've, I've been, I've done nothing all summer. I am fucking fat. fat. Taking OnlyFans titty shots. <laughs> I'm like, Robbie's like, keep eating. I'm like, well, you know, I, this ass, every picture I show him, he goes, your ass looks too small. Your ass looks too oh small. Oh my God. He's the OnlyFans manager now? Yeah. He looks at the picture. He goes, no. No, I show the kids the pictures too, so so they know that you run it by them. I run everything by the kids first. Yeah, I think that's cool that they're actually cool about it because yeah, they go to school still. It's the internet; people can find out things in a second. Well, Bama's friends are like, you know, oh shit, Trey's got Trey's got an OnlyFans page. Bama's mom's got, you know, those fucking dirty, horny teenage boys. (laughs) <laughs> but as long as they don't care about it, 100% don't care about it and are supportive, that's the most important thing to you, I'm sure. Like, I think just, when they saw the the money situation and that it's for doing literally nothing, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's crazy because if you, if you, you probably have pictures on your Instagram anyway that are like you wearing barely anything from the past or some of your IG totally. stories and that's already out there anyway. It's like, now we're going to show you now. Yeah, and I also feel like 
I never was a selfie queen, never took pictures of myself. I do love seeing old pictures of myself where my body looks smoking and remembering like, wow, I thought I was fat back then. Like I was insecure. And now I am 51 years old and I'm just like, I can market this now? Like how the fuck? I Like I said, I never... I never, I, I do the least amount of work. I know. For the most amount of bang, always. Yeah. So. And you felt the love though, when he dropped it, that couple of days ago, you felt all the love from the support from people who well, love I you mean, still? Yeah, because it's mostly fans. It's yeah, not like, it's not course. a lot of weirdos, you know, and even if it is weirdos, like there are a lot of weirdos. Of course. I'm a weirdo. I know. We're all weirdos. We're all weirdos. Who gives a shit, yeah. man? It's I you know if it works it works I, I'm not gonna sit here and question it and edit myself and I don't really give a shit I don't care have people reached out to you that are on OnlyFans like yo I'm on here too or I don't want other names I'm saying like people well you hooked me up with some people yeah shout out to Jenny Wyman incredible awesome woman that's gonna help and some other friends of ours are gonna that's on the, in that world you know what I mean yeah you can shout out your girlfriends that are on that that are on only fans yeah shout out shout out our friend cat shout out our friend deja that are yeah, on there deja that chick is hot she might come by she might come by and meet you after this actually she's awesome um yeah just friends that i met through those met her both those girls through Chappelle, lacy my friend comedian um knew both those girls and they were just schooling us on what they what it entails what they make what what they've done with it and how it changed their life and there's so many people on it it's I'm, i've told all my girlfriends now come you need on to do it. it i'm like come on it you told I'll moon cross to do it, my wife you i'm gonna t- i'll take moon you I said know. you said she should be sweeping the floor from the behind i know having her only she's, fans she's got an amazing buttocks that people pay for and you know she talked about joking with max before max is like how fucking you cannot do that oh max you know? doesn't want to yeah do it's it. all my friends looking at you on there because there was a time when i posted on instagram a picture of my new butt tattoo and moon was just joking me about it and the next day me and max woke up and moon had taken a picture of her naked butt in the bathroom posted on instagram we woke up to go to school the next morning and oh. there was a side view of moon's butt on instagram and max almost had a fucking heart attack man oh and made her God. take it down and all these comments. She said that was the most likes and most Amazing. craziest shit she's ever got on social media. And she did it because she was just joking. But that's like a public joke, not an inside yeah, family yeah. joke. And then she took it down. Like, it was so crazy, man. I, you know, I think about it. Like, my girlfriends are saying, like, the ones that have kids, like, can I do it without my face and this and that? You know, when the Some kids are younger. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you're not... Like for me, it's like it's my business to yeah. to whore myself out. I've been doing it's it my whoring, whole life, though. but I don't say that in a demeaning way. I know. Do you know what I mean? Because my industry and your industry, yeah. it's it's all whores, man. You know it is. Yeah, you got you, you know? got to do shit for yourself. It's very DIY. As much as OnlyFans is run by a company, you get to make your money and do what you want to do. There's no boss. You're not checking in with anybody. You just doing what you want to do on there. Which is why I'm not sure I want to go with the agency because they're an agency will run it for me. They'll take a cut. But I also don't, I, I don't like working for people anymore. You are. You know, I'm fine doing movies in and out, you know, TV shows. I way prefer being on a TV show, but but uh, yeah, I just, you're just on your own terms, man. Can you talk you're about, a real boss. Yeah. You are a real boss though. You've yeah. always been your own boss. Always been my own boss and I don't fucking. You don't take shit for nobody. You don't say yes to everything. You don't kiss anybody's ass. And that's the reason why you're off the grid. That's the reason why you live the life you live. And it's, I respect it. Well, this took me it's off the grid. Rock. I feel a little crazy. Well, this put you back on the grid from <laughs> announcing only all of a sudden it's like all this attention. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot for me because I don't like, I, I'm really under the radar. Completely. Not, not, not anymore now. 
No, I mean, I'm still under the radar. I'm still... You're you know, under the radar in the sense really not on social media, really not like out here doing shit. But now OnlyFans is like fucking... Can you talk about the project you worked on that's not out yet with Vince Vaughn? That's pretty cool. You have to go to New York and work with um, Homegirl from Sopranos too, right, Lorena? Oh my God, it was an awesome cast. It and was, when does that come out? What is it? Well, I get to play the same character I played that I love. And, I've never, and I haven't done that in ages. Yeah. So I was so happy to talk like this. Super it was heavy. It's my right? favorite to do that again. <laughs> Um, it was, it. um, me, Vince and Vince introduced me to shooter. So I always, That's dope. you know, I always bow down to Vince. I wouldn't have my children without him. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun to reconnect with him after, I mean, I haven't Many seen years. him since, I don't know, maybe 20 years or something. Wow. Or he okay. and I were like running partners when we were kids. Like we used to go out all the time and party. Wow. Um, so it'd been a really long time and we both have families now. Um, so it was Vince, Joe Manganiello, um, uh, Lorraine Bracco, which is She's my girl, amazing. who I love more than yeah. anything, Talia Shire, Brenda Vaccaro, and um, Susan Sarandon. How could I oh, forget? Oh, wow. Susan Sarandon. She's playing a real Italian you lady. Worked out, you worked with her before? Mm-mm. That's amazing. And I lo- I got to see her in her underwear. Sick. So I was very excited. She wanted me to come to her trailer for a second to discuss um, something she was making for the director. <laughs> and the- her assistant was like, well, she's changing. And I go, oh, I'll come back. I'll come back. It was the first day. And her assistant was like, no, just come on in. And I was like, really? Because my... my half brother, who I just found, I found out I have another brother. I f- keep finding out I have brothers. Yeah. Um, the first thing he said to me was, have you seen her naked? <laughs> and wow. I was like, no. And then the very next day, I go into her trailer and she's half, she's in Spanx and like a, a see-through bra. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman's boobs are perfect. <laughs> she's 74 years old, wow. man. Linda, yeah, oh, Linda Cardellini's in the movie too. And I loved her. And she came over to me. She goes, Dre, can you figure out what kind of work Susan Sarandon's had? <laughs> and I'm looking at her face and I'm like, she's had to have something done. She's, she's not a kid. Yeah. She's perfect looking. She's beautiful. Some people just age gracefully and beautifully. She's beautiful, dude. What's Great the movie called? Boobs. When's it coming out? <laughs> Great boobs. <laughs> what is the movie called? When's it coming out? Um, it's called Nona's and it was directed by Stephen Chbosky, who did Wonder a uh, Wonder, which was a great movie. I saw that. Um, I think I don't know when it's gonna come out with all these strikes. Yeah, sorry. yeah. We can't promote anything. It got finished though. We finished right before the stri- the night before the strike. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully the next, yeah. Do you think the strike's going to go on the rest of the year? If you had to guess. I mean, if they really want to wait till union members lose their fucking homes. Damn. I've already almost lost my home over the mandate, so. I know. You, you know. keep it. I love your house. is so beautiful. It's such an. Man, it hasn't been easy. How many it years you had the house? Easy. 10, 20 years? 20 years I've been living in this wow. house, and I lost my other house to a fire. So. Where was when, that one? That was in LA too? It was in New York. Wow, okay. St. Mark's, I, oh, right? We're Coney Island High. It was right off of St. Mark's. Jesus, punk man. rock, fucking heaven, capital bro. of the world, yo. Hell yeah, which is now like a Chipotle or something like that or something super random. They, well, my building never got rebuilt. They rebuilt the other two. She what? went to jail. Her her son, who who was part of the whole fire, fire, he died the night before the trial. Oh my! Doesn't God. that sound like today's um, government it shit? Sounds- do you know what I mean? That sounds crazy. And by the way, the day before the trial, the, the person who owned the building, Russian, my landlord, Ukrainian. Wow, <laughs> it's all fucked up, dude. Damn. It was little Ukraine. That's what year was that? And the church went down too in flames. 2015. Jeez, man. 
You ever miss New York? I miss it so much. I, I really took that movie. It was the first movie out of my, ma- after the mandates got dropped. Um, it was the first time I could work yeah. without being nailed to a cross. Um, so I took it mainly because the money was okay, but it was more about being able to go home for free yeah. and be with my mom. And you brought Bam out there too, I think, right? I brought, I brought them all. Yeah. Everybody came. We stayed in a hotel in Jersey City for... A Which month is and nice a half. now. Jersey City's pretty it nice now. It was awesome. I would move there in a heartbeat. Damn. It was so great. It felt like the East Village again. Um, and I got to be with my mom for a month and a half. That's nice. New York still feels exactly the same. Everyone's like, crime, 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 crime. I'm like, fuck you and your crime. Come to LA. Yeah. Have your house burglarized twice and have the police come and tell you it's your fault for ever making money. Because it basically wow. is how they treated me. Holy shit. Um, well, it's your fault for having all this stuff. Um, that was the second time I was robbed. The first time they actually cared, um, but they told me, this is, this is coming straight from, you know, straight from the LAPD, get dogs and defend yourself. Whoa. You know what that means, basically. Damn. Basically arm yourself and get big dogs because there's nothing we can do anymore to help Yeah, you. LA is fucking crazy, man, I think. It's, it's insane. I think all cities are in the country, but it just seems... I have booby traps around my fucking house now. Whoa. You even try coming up my fucking mountain or anything, good luck seeing what happens to you. What about my wife is for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. We're, we're, we're completely taken care of up there because the, cause ADT, the alarm companies, it, they, they're all useless. They don't do shit. Fucking useless. But you just you, better learn how to train. To would yourself. you live in New York again, though? I felt safer in New York. This mm. guy's familiar with everything walking listen, around. I was there for during the Dinkins era. I know what it's like yeah. to live through that shit. It's just that the world is different and people are fucking weirded out and pissed off and fucked up. Yeah. Um, I also think social different. media magnetizes everything and makes things look even more crazy and actually brings more attention to things. And there's people getting killed for posting where they're at and people tracking where they're at, different things and just... It's so weird, dude. I don't understand People the world. Know we're what everybody's doing twenty four seven a day. But New York, yeah, I miss walking around. I do feel safe in New York. I've never felt like this was a hundred percent my home, even though I've been here for twenty years. Just driving different neighborhoods. You don't drive. Changes. I know. I'm driving more. You just started driving too recently. You're driving too. more. No, I drive when I really need to to go I'm, to go to the store. Or like you're you doing. Do? You're doing it right now. You're driving now too. I feel like we're both like. You sell out, you motherfucker! You're driving because we can't. bonded on that. I'm gonna fucking throw something at you. No, but right you, but you say you drove the other day. That was so cool. I drive in the morning to the bus stop to get the kids to school. But I, don't I gotta see you drive. It's like probably like old lady, like white knuckling the steering wheel. No, no, because we're always late for that bus. So I might be white knuckling 60, 60 miles per hour down Laurel Canyon. <laughs> so you're driving to the bus stop. Yes. And you drive back home by yourself in the car. Nope, I take the ho- housekeeper with me. <laughs> 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 I hate driving by myself too. I get so nervous, man. I'm just like, and she doesn't drive. You're, Rob, you're you're a nervous wreck doing that shit for sure. I'm not, but I'm not even nervous. It's just like I've had a habit of not driving for 20 years. Yeah. Now Robbie's making me drive. I don't like driving with him, even though I feel safe because I know he can take over. But he's such backseat a dick driver. about it. Yeah, backseat driver. Oh, and he's and he can be nasty too. Like if you fuck up, because he's such a good driver. Did you drive here? Or he drove. Oh hell no! I wasn't driving here. First of all, I forgot how far you are from my house. Sorry. I thought you were closer. Sorry. 
Um, Yours is hard because it's like going up all these fucking hills. I would go crazy living there because I like to walk to the store or like go out and do something. I feel like you're kind of trapped up there. I can't do shit up there. But when it rains, we're in good shape. If there's an earthquake, we're in good shape. Mm. We don't feel any of it. But it's such a long way from New York with the way where you live as far as like just walking everywhere. I miss that. But I bought that house when I was still, I never lived in that house permanently. The house was really, I bought it for Shooter, really. Because I had a recording studio and I bought the whole recording studio. Wow. Um, Very so nice it was, of you. I know it was nice. It was a, it was a, it was a nice little thing for, but I kept it. I kept it in the end. I know. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but he, uh, oh, we only came to LA if he was recording or if I was doing a show. Yeah. He'd be on the road most of the time. So yeah. I wanted to be back home with my people. I never anticipated staying here. I only started really staying here after he and I split. Uh-huh. And that was in 2012. And I met a guy that I started dating out here. I probably should have gone home. It would have been the smarter thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Just sold the crib, went out the, yeah. I should have just left at that time. But now I can't sell the house. I've been trying to sell it for a year. Everybody wants out. No one wants in. Mm -hmm. Everyone's leaving LA. Yeah. It's too expensive. It's too, yeah, the taxes. People, mm-hmm. Now with the, this OnlyFans shit, I'm moving to Tahoe. Fuck you. You might put this like get a crib in New York on the OnlyFans and have like two places. Be by coastal. That's like I a was. dream. I always was, but mm. I wouldn't, I won't keep two properties in two uh, psycho liberal states right now. As much as I'm a fucking liberal, yeah. I, I, it's not worth it to have it because you don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. New York. And I mean, the money is insane. Money. Yeah. But New York, man, just the walking and just. I don't know. All my restaurants are gone. I love the memories of New York. When I go there, I reminisce, walk down Lower East Side, different places I went to or concerts or venues or restaurants. But it's just, it's an, I get I get the energy and the love, but it's just, I don't know. But dude, I the feel, vibes are still, the vibes are back. Okay. Because it feels like I'm excited then. pre-Giuliani New York. I'm going the next, okay. And I was a Giuliani hater because I liked the seediness and I loved Times Square and we used to actually go into the peep shows and, and hang out. Grimy. And like, I loved it. Like in we would, we would go and watch the peep shows wow. because it was always like these like tattooed bitches. Like it's all the girls you see. You know, it was like <laughs> German porn. Yes, it was like German porn. Me and my ex used to love that shit. Wow. Um, so it's like the New York smells and the griminess and all that shit. It's back. And, and like it's weird. It's kind of back. Kind in of being a weird unsafe. Way. But what's not back is that now it's corporate America. Mm. And I do feel like the, co- the corporations are squeezing the small guy out. They're Sucks. taking over. Things are still grimy without the the feel. It's yeah. corporate mayhem. Like Ch- Chipotle and like Starbucks or something on St. Mark's now. Some, there's two big ones on there. Remember yeah, St. Mark's is not. But Search and Destroy is still there, at least. That's still one And place. Trash and Vaudeville was there when it moved or something. Yeah, that never survived. Damn. There's really not many last like kind of standing like classic New York spots anymore. All the bars, every Niagara's still there, which was seven A back in the day. It was it was Wawa Hut. Wawa Hut, dude. Fuck your Wawa Hut, dude. I still go to Wawa Hut. Um, I go to St. Dimphina's when I'm home. My girlfriend um, will make me go meet her at St. Dimphina's. That place is cute, dude. The Wawa Hut in the corner of like. Eighth or seventh in the pizza spot right there. Sidewalk oh. Cafe. Oh my god. Seven B, seven A. Seven A was my spot. Yeah. Because they had like vegan options late. Sidewalk too was awesome for that. Because Moon would get off work and we walked down there. Oh Where did god. you guys live? We moved here from fifth and second, but we lived by the Irish pub on third and like 
9th or 10th. We lived on 14th Street right next to the beauty bar where my wife worked. We lived in a room with no windows, slept all day. Fucking crazy lifestyle. Yep. She worked at 4 or 5 in the morning. Limelight, Palladium. Oh, I remember all those spots. Crazy, just up all night, sleep all day life. Yeah, I woke up at 4 o'clock every day. How about around the clock? That was oh, that was my favorite. That was my favorite. And do you know... Kiev. Kiev was, was across the street Vaselka. from my house. Veselka's still there. <laughs> Veselka's still there. I'll still get a fucking pierogi at four o'clock in the morning. That shit like that, getting slices. It Like next week, I can't wait to go to like, to find pizza like at two in the morning next week. Take Where Max. are you staying? I don't think we're going to stay in New York because we have to play Boston. We might stay, hang on all night and then drive to Connecticut or somewhere on the way to Boston. But we're well, gonna, where are you playing in New York? Uh, a place called the Monarch in Brooklyn. So you're going to stay in Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh, you guys are leaving that we might night. might go that night, yeah. So for the oh. listeners, we're playing this coming Saturday. No, this coming Friday. And this podcast drops, whatever. But yeah, I'm excited to get back to New York. I love my son. Max loves it. He fucking loves it. He's always loved it. As a Has kid. he spent time there? A bunch. Growing up, we've been there a bunch of times. The ki- my kids prefer to be there. Yeah. They don't want to be here. Just the energy and shit. Oh, yeah. But I can't fuck with the winter anymore, I don't think. Me neither. I can't do it. Too soft for that. Fuck it. I can't do it. It's freezing. Yeah, and there's nothing to do. But even, even with global warming and it's still mild winters, it's still when it gets like... 70 degrees I'm cold or something. It's weird. Your blood gets thinner. I mean, look, I get cold when it's when it when it starts getting dark early here in yeah. LA. And I'm like, why don't I want to sit outside? That's such a I'm such a fucking pussy. I need to sit outside. I'm in California, but I don't. I yeah. sit in my house and I put the heat on like an old fuck. I put my heat my infrared heating pad on. Do you like to hibernate a lot and stay home a lot? I'm always home. Yeah, you don't really grow up. I will much. only go out for music and food. Yeah, like, it's a big deal to go out. Music and food. That's it. That's it. No. Do not do not ask me to go to a fucking movie premiere. Really not a social butterfly. Even back then, even when like she was all that. Yeah, never. It was always music. If I'm gonna go out, I'll go. I'll go support music. Go see some music. Comedy's fun too. Yeah. Yeah. I love comedy. Barbecues, people's houses. Now, you really can't do that in New York. Can't really do that in New York. No. No, you go that, to rooftop that, things or like small little backyard things. Yeah, like. I don't. It, I, for New York, it's just walking. Yeah, it's just walking everywhere. I, me and the kids always joke around. It's like if you're just even going to get a coffee, you feel like you've had a whole day of events just walking to get your goddamn yeah. coffee. But you walk around here. I love walking around, man. Taking my birds, seeing. Yeah, just walking out into the grime right here in Peak. I love it. I don't know. I have, to have that city. That's feel. like your New York. It is, man. Yeah, I'm a city slicker. I couldn't really live like in the country or anything like that. I mean, I can go to the Canyon Country Mart. Yeah, that's up in the... I do like the bougie shit and go to like Air One <laughs> Shopping Air One? Center in the valley. That's my shit. $200 for one bag of groceries. That's it. And I will only buy my groceries there now because I don't trust anything else. I don't trust else where, anything where it's right coming now. coming from. Because everything's being tampered with. You know I'm all on that shit. I know. If anybody, if anybody ever wants to know the Respected. truth about anything, come find Trey. <laughs> um, what's this cool having you here, becoming friends with you? I remember just like we talked in the first pad. Uh, pod me and all my harker friends would see you always walking your great danes and shit through lower east side oh, I even before the tv shit all days. that like and having your store out there and all that shit it's cool yeah i think people knew me just because of the dogs back then yeah. i was definitely trying to grab some attention i didn't even realize what happened when to I, the dogs they all died damn but I, when i moved out here the big boy the giant blue one he started dying the first day that i got here Fuck. so thank god i got a house because yeah. there were no stairs for mm. him and i was living up a two-floor walk up in manhattan he wouldn't have made it yeah 
So yeah, he died in my arms, my big boy. It's a New York dog. My big guy. I love this ring right here. It, it represents. Says, it says Cyrus on it, and his ashes were compressed into a diamond in there. Oh my god, that's beautiful. And I was banging my hand in uh, some. This is so so Hollywood. It is some <laughs> in some fucking Vegas Kid Rock's Vegas hotel room. Oh my god. And I'm god. drinking and banging my hand <laughs> on everything. And the and that morning I woke up and I was like lost that fucking diamond in that hotel room didn't i you did i did and that diamond cost me thousands of dollars a big ass diamond of his big ass body at kid rock's freaking party yes oh my god banging this fucking hand boom that's what you get trey are you still getting tattooed i don't really get tattoos sorry i'm making noise like no you don't tattoos. microphone i mean i i i no i mean not really because of the acting thing. Yeah, but now hard. they have to put me in long sleeves all the time. So I really could. Kind of and annoying. now that my ass is getting old, Stop. I feel like I should probably just tattoo my ass. It'd be kind of hard. Like Cher. To Cher tattoo her ass? the first people showing her ass with tattoos in the freaking Get 90s. out of here. Yeah. Wow. She's badass, man. I love Cher. I got Cher. my ass tattooed. It's the worst pain ever, man. It's it fucking is? gnarly, dude. It's horrible. Really? You're tattooed all over. Know, but you if you're an OnlyFans showing you... 51 year old booty you could tattoo something i don't know i don't know i would have to put like a whole big tiger on my ass i would just be tiger stripes my whole i'm just gonna do my whole fucking body in tiger stripes <laughs> that'd be kind of sick yeah. um not to talk about shooter but that record with yellow wolf is fucking amazing i just gotta give props on here to you in front of you because i had yellow wolf on here too like the country kind of record pop record it was really good man i thought it was great too the kids and i listened to it at the dinner table and i texted shooter after i was like dude this fucking record it's, rules i Got wish 80 it was, vibes, I wish something man. happened with it like it's there was so many catchy songs on there like i was blown away by it it's like my favorite yeah yellow wolf i shit. like it too i don't know yellow wolf's music at all he's um, hip-hop but he goes back and forth which i love too it's like, it's like shooter with the rock and roll and the well, i mean shooter doesn't really make music anymore but I mean, forget about that album. If you ever listen to Shooter, you, and also because of how crazy the world is, yeah. if you want to hear a precursor to what just happened in the last three years, You're singing about it. listen to Black Ribbons. Okay. Shooter Jennings' Black Ribbons, that fucking album. And go watch the video that we directed together um, for Summer of Rage. Okay. Um, but my OnlyFans uh, only <laughs> people would, pr would prefer um, Lights in the Sky, where he plays my stalker, and I'm his... I'm his bitch. Okay. Um, the only fans people would like that one, but lights the other one, uh, "Summer of Rage," okay. will freak you out. Okay. Um, it's Alabama is in it as the baby. Oh, that's awesome! And she wakes up to her parents being gone, and it's just the TV talking to her now. It's like, no, don't go anywhere. I'm here. I'll take care of you. No, mm -hmm. don't leave your house. And he's singing about gas masks being the couture of in the summer of rage. Whoa. It's, when did that come insane. out? We did that video in 2010. That's cool. Uh, wow, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. 13 years ago. It's crazy. And Stephen King narrates the album. And you know what's crazy? Um, it was during the Bush administration. We were real pissed off about all of the crooked-ass shit going on. Yeah. And um, Stephen King is like, hey, I'll do it, but can I also write some of it? Because Shooter wrote it all all the dialogue because he's yeah. a dj djing it on the last night before all radios get taken over by martial law gotcha. um it's the night before the new world order starts it's the concept album okay um i think green day did a similar album 
in that same time period, which yeah, is funny because there's a lot did. of unrest at that time. And we're back in the same era, basically. It's just different, a different party, different political party. Yeah. So this is how you know they're all the fucking same. There's no red. There's no blue. It's just you. And what are you going to do? You know, and that album is so fucking important. But I, I always think about what Stephen King would think about it now. Mm. And he wouldn't. Or remembers he, it. Too. He wouldn't think that it related to this this um this administration and it does it mm. is the same thing it's just a changing of the guard it's yeah only a few things about shit like that i remember his well he's so, he's super political so and that album mm. is super political yeah but it that album holds true right now for for these people in power it's just a different color yeah there's a lot of bands singing about stuff 20 30 years ago that's still happening and Raining truth. Yeah, these I mean, days. it's fucking so, so many punk, punk bands. rock. Yeah, so well, many motherfucking punk. punk rocker, Toby. So many bands, man. Like Dead Kennedys, MDCs, a bunch of bands. Chrome I mean, Rags, I'll, bunch I'll of bands. listen to Johnny Rotten fucking talk about shit all day. Johnny Rotten. It's fucking Johnny Rotten, Mr. Leiden, psycho pants. What about um? What about Rock M? We talked about Eric being Rock M yesterday. I fucking love Eric being Rock. So that's one. That's one of your top M, top MCs. Oh my god! I mean, if you had to pick one, that's probably one. Yes. That's yeah, sick. I don't know if I'm going to make that show on Sunday because I have so much shit going on, but I really want to go. I know. I really want to go too. I didn't buy tickets yet. You got to tell me where I, you're sitting. And, I didn't get any either. Oh, you didn't? Find out. Ella Cool J, Salt and Pepper, Ice Tea, and Rakim this weekend. Toby, don't eat Oreos. Eat Cool J cookies. Eat what? Cool J cookies. <laughs> get Oreos, eat Cool J cookies. I'm bad. I fucking love LL. Damn. It's Queens, motherfucker. He is Queens. Ladies, ladies love LL. I love LL. Always licking his lips. Oh yeah, buddy, come on now. <laughs> Let me check my notes. We're gonna show. We're gonna show Robbie and all them witches. He's in my garage working out right now about the cold plunge. He's awesome human being. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to meet him. And he's your man. Um, your kids. We talked about. Let's see. OnlyFans. What is the OnlyFans link? Is there a link? It's just your name. I don't know. You know, I don't know anything about this OnlyFans okay, shit. Yeah, I gotta get somebody just, to help me with we're this. We're gonna get happen. It's just your. It's just your name on OnlyFans. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and how long has it now since you haven't smoked uh, cigarettes? Years, two years. Sick. Since the, that, it's that year that everyone got the coronavirus. The, she stopped smoking. The year they injected it under people's doors, remember? <laughs> <laughs> how about the Iggy Pop Susie show we saw? That was so fun, dude. <laughs> E.T. phone home. E.T. phone home. We were trying to find our car for like two hours leaving this festival. It was freaking crazy, man. For some reason, Iggy Pop was on the, the, the screen <laughs> And he looked like E.T. And then also <laughs> Susie and the Banshees was playing. All the power went out. She walked off stage. And then everybody went back the next day and got free tickets from this festival, which is really nice at that festival to do that. But that was a crazy fucking show. Yeah, but you know what happened there. That shit was a conspiracy. They were saying that, they, come on. Susie got was, picked up on a, on a spaceship. We saw a spaceship, remember? Yeah. <laughs> we saw her taken away. I don't think she was there. I think the sound system went out. I think the sound system yeah. went out. And by the time they, they could have switched stages, their curfew was up. So they faked a fucking lightning storm. Oh, that's right, that's right. So over the loudspeakers, there's an emergency. It said, leave, there's a huge storm coming, blah, blah, blah. We walked for two hours to our car. There was stars in the sky. There was not one cloud. And a helicopter looming over the stage. And there was no weather. There was a threat to anyone. But what I heard later on was, and he looked online, blah, blah, blah. I guess if a lightning strikes down so far away, it doesn't fucking matter. They got to call it. It doesn't matter how far it is. It's just super dangerous. That's supposedly what happened. Like people saw something really far. You know what? I don't believe it. It was. ET. Do you know why I don't believe it? 
I think their fucking sound system went out. They covered their own asses. Made it no up. one gives a fuck about people's safety anymore in this town. Mm. Give me a break. No one gives a fuck. Everyone's a savage. Maybe there was like um, it was like a fake light being into the sky of a fake lightning gun. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you want to start getting into no <laughs> into but, bl- into beams from the sky? Let's go. But Iggy phone home. That was the best shit, dude. It, I had the best night that night. It was so. Fun. I had so much fun looking for the car. That yeah. was the best part. Getting lost. I in know shit. it was for two hours. And your kids were fucking troopers, man. They loved it. They Just had, hanging. They had the best time. That's when I really got to know you guys, and I mm. fell madly in love with you guys. Thank you. We love you too. I was um, talking about you with your friend Jenny, mm. um, who's a publicist, and she's awesome. She. We were talking about how genuine you are, like just how you, you really just like to help your friends. Like you're just a no bullshit guy. Like you, you're just not a savage, dude. Thank you. You're a good guy. I appreciate you. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate your family. Appreciate you. Appreciate your punk rockness and your um, realness. You know, and I'm uh, excited for OnlyFans to pop off. For my Aliens fans I'm going to be your manager. I'm going to be your new manager (laughs) too. You are my new manager, dude. You are all my friends. Have I, I, I'll just end with this because it's so fucked up. I Like I said, at this point, I'm just going to start talking shit on people that have done me wrong. My fucking manager got four interview requests by Monday morning. Literally four. I'm sure there have been more now, but four. This is really not br- like rocket science. And big things. And it's not a big deal. Bigger than this podcast. Yes. And he forwarded them to me and said, I can't work on things that I'm not a part of. I can't have my assistant waste time on things that I'm not a part of. We're getting a cut up. I've been with this guy for 17 years, man. He, my agent dropped me over the mandates who I barely even knew, but who gave a fuck? I thought she was a friend of mine more than even an agent, but that's how savage people are. And I thought to myself, wow, like I'm glad that I'm realizing what whores everyone is. And I'm glad I finally joined the fucking party. Yeah, which is OnlyFans. And now you're my manager. I'm your manager. Did you send the email yet? You got to send that email. No, I'm not sending any Okay, you need to. The message has been sent onto the stratosphere. Yeah, I just feel like really 17 years we've been in a relationship. You know I've had a hard time lately. Like you just don't, you're you're telling me I got to return these phone calls? Like we're in a writer's strike, an an actor's strike. Like what's going on at your desk that's that fucking crucial right now? Yeah. Out that's of respect to the relate, that's obviously somebody about to fucking drop me, possibly. But I don't really give a shit anymore. Yeah, you know. But don't you feel like with not needing anyone and doing what you wanted your whole life and just throwing the OnlyFans up there on a whim and all the support you've gotten, whether it's because people are in love with you or obsessed with you or think you're hot, it's still support and that you have that kind of support, even not just financial, but there's people that like are fucking with you and would see what you're up to. I mean, yeah, I, I think if I would have been more present on my other social media platforms, you know, I get that attention. I just don't ever like to be the center of attention. I hear you. It's just never been my thing. I always just want to be invisible. Yeah. But fuck it, you know. It's like what it. you got to lose. You fucking, you sacrificed a lot for your beliefs and standing up for yourself and what you believe in and for your family and all that. And it's like if people want to give you money to see pictures of you and you in outfits that they've seen online before and other acting roles that you're getting or, or you. no outfits do you know what i'm saying i'm <laughs> saying, want to see pictures of me in no outfits well, <laughs> um you're not gonna get naked on there but i'm just saying but you know I'm what kidding. i mean like just like and this is me now and this is what i'm doing and fuck it yeah it's just a good platform may as well get paid for it yeah. you know what i mean like what's I don't know. It, it's so whatever to me at this point this industry has been nothing but a disappointment in in so many ways um, just all the virtue signaling, all the fake causes, the fake this, everybody thinking, all the self-righteousness. That's why I think you should and, have your own podcast. 
Yeah. Or become yeah. an MC or something. Start Maybe. rhyming and shit. I know people really been pushing me to to do that to to go into journalism basically. Maybe you could do some shit on the OnlyFans where you are talking. I don't know if that works on there. What kind of Well, the original tiers. idea for my OnlyFans thing was that I was going to start the the journalism stuff on there because yeah. you're censored everywhere else. I don't want to be censored. I don't want to be canceled. I've already been canceled. I'm already fucking censored. I haven't spoken out about things that are mean that mean something to me. I don't like I when actors because if people no, love you, I think yeah, it's it's weird. Okay, okay, yeah. It's been it's been a weird ride. Okay, um, but I've been quiet about it all. But the OnlyFans thing was originally um, me and Robbie were going to go on and start this kind of political thing. Okay, and do it there and let it live there, and we couldn't get it together. And I just threw up a picture of myself, oh. and that was it. And I'm just like, oh fucking hell, this is it. And then I posted it on the Instagram, and I was just like, just a oh. story, just an Instagram story that lasts 24 hours. Well, I reposted it a couple of times. Yeah, but you didn't but do main, no, no main post or nothing. It just went fucking crazy, man. You know, I mean, I didn't break the internet like like uh, like Bella, but I'm not a kid. But whoever got that you story know? and just ran with it, that one of that one person who took that, wrote about it, and then it just spread. It's interesting how that works. I mean, I thought maybe OnlyFans did it. Mm. I don't know. Oh, they announced that you're on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's their PR people. I don't know, but there's a lot of actors and actresses and musicians on there too. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, and they do it to launch things and then leave. Yeah, you know, and that was our original intent. And I don't know. Like, I'll see how. I don't know how this thing works. Yeah. So I might, I might, I might stay on it. I don't know, but we do. We are going to use it as our social media platform because I have no interest in Instagram. Yeah. So all the people that, that follow you know that she doesn't really check her DMs. She's not really. She doesn't check her comments. She's not really checking her messages. She posts and keeps it moving. I like that. No, but I might do. I might engage more on the OnlyFans thing. Yeah. Because that's at least it's pure and it's it's business. Yeah. It's fucking business. Yeah. You know. Fuck it's it. Cool. Well, yeah. love you. Appreciate you. Um, this has been exclusive <laughs> with Dre Mateo. I'm about to get her in the cold plunge now. Probably not. <gasps> Um, we're gonna see your man do it right now. He's probably gonna kill it, though. I can tell he's gonna kill it. What in the cold plunge? Yeah, you, you do <laughs> saunas, right? It? You ever done? You never done ice bath or a Dude, cold shower? I don't like to fucking sweat. I don't like to be cold. I just got through telling you for the last hour and a half. I do what's convenient. Sure, I know, I know. I've taken jobs that are convenient. You can just walk down the stairs and just do it right now. Nobody's around. <laughs> we're gonna see I'm, what happens. I mean, I'm so fucking hot right now because we turned the AC off for sound. I, I might go in the cold plunge. Okay, but I have self tanner on, dude. I'll ruin your plunge. You'll be fine. No, dude. It's gross. You have self-tanner on? I got self-tanner I got to take a picture of my what ass is, later for OnlyFans. You go, <laughs> <laughs> what about the stuff you do on your face, you and Chris? You're doing like all this weird massages on your face. It's just some kind of therapy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. People give us packages to do stuff and promote their their product and their stuff. Um, some of it works. M-Face works, but that it's a workout for your face. Mm. But so if you stop working out, your face falls. Okay. So and they charge fucking thousands of dollars for you that shit. Get the free samples to try, so yeah. yeah, so we'll do. I'll do that shit for free. But I'm not gonna start paying for something that if you can't keep up, then yeah. your face is gonna fall on the floor. Yeah, Morpheus is cool. That's a cool thing to do. It's the micro needling with radio frequency. Okay, but it kills the fat in your face. Hmm. So chicks who do filler and stuff like that shouldn't do it because okay. it kills the filler. Um, she and I don't do any of that stuff. So we were doing it, but I noticed that it was killing the fat. And I spoke to a plastic surgeon who I did a consultation with, who's this fucking master. I've never done anything to myself. But I was like, you know, I still want to look good when I'm fucking 70. Yeah. So I spoke to this guy, did a consultation. He goes, don't ever do any of those lasers again. 
Mm. He goes, they kill the fat in your face. Interesting. But they do make you look fucking great. But things like clear and brilliant, I mean, your face looks sick, but it's because you. you're so healthy. Thank you. You look good too. You do. You look awesome. I feel pretty worked and old right now. You're not though. I need a... I need a it seems like you've been self-conscious your whole life about that. No. We th you said you thought you were fat when you're back on when you're back. Oh on that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, because I never knew I was going to be taking pictures and panties yeah. all day or acting in my underwear. I was shy. It must have been so nerve wracking, man. I have so many friends that are those girls that just rip their shirts off, showing their tits to everybody. I was never that guy. Yeah. It's not like me. My girlfriend <laughs> wrote me. She goes, "Do I have to pay to see those tits?" <laughs> finally like what what is it gonna take for me to be able so now i just give her like sneak peeks and send her little pictures and shit that is so she's funny. like can i post that on instagram i'm like you cannot that is part of my subscription-based magazine so that i have filmed all day in your underwear on some of those a lot of those episodes that was like stressfully nerve-wracking too when i was doing the fucking j-lo thing um my buddy Vinny laresca he like didn't eat for three days before we had to get do to a sex scene. Keep his body looking tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he he's he didn't even drink water. Fuck. Um, and I'm fucking sitting there drinking and eating because now I'm old and I've been doing this shit forever. So now I don't really care. Yeah. But man, when I had to do the sex scene on Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, that's. Right. I agreed to nudity for that. That was the first time I agreed to full nudity. Whoa. I never agreed to show anything in my life, but I was like I was forty something years old. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? I've never done it. The show's huge. Everyone loves him. Why so not be hot. the bitch who's naked with him on the last episode, no, the last scene? Him, so I did it. You were and they, naked on that? They ended up keeping me completely covered. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Wow. I don't know what happened. I don't know what, I don't know. I was fully ready to go. Um, I was in the best shape of my life. And they, so you just prepare mentally for that. Like, I'm going to be totally naked. Everything's shown. I'm fucking going for it. And then like, yeah. They deaded it. Damn. Yeah, they weren't going to, they can't show certain things on FX. So you've never oh, done I that. I mean, never on, naked on, on FG. Film. I'm never, not allowed to mention networks Never naked on film. Naked in photos, but not on film. I've yeah. been naked in photos, but you've never seen anything. Because exactly. they have them strategic, like, you know, like I was in, you know, like stupid beauty but magazines and shit. But not naked in anything filmed. No. But you're no, I was naked in photos though. Yeah. But covered, like with my arms yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. Wow. I, I would still do that too. I don't care. You'd I'll be, be naked, naked in a movie and, at this point? I don't know. I mean, maybe. It depends. Depends what yeah, the role is or anything like that. Yeah. It really depends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toby's making the money sign yeah. to me across the yeah, room. Yeah, fucking paying you crazy money. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like doing film as much as I, I love doing TV. Yeah. You know, and TV's not really naked place. It's not a real naked place. No. Well, I hope your podcast comes back or something comes back with you talking and expressing and talking to the world because it's, it's good for you because you're an artist and you have to express yourself, you know? It's nice. Did you hear what happened to the company we started our podcast with? No. To, ca to Cavalry? That was, was made, the Made Women podcast. Oh, it was a platform where people got owed money for a while or something like that? I read about this or something. They are fucking, they went, went bankrupt, under. sued, a million crazy things. Yeah, and a bunch of different podcasts on there never got paid from their sponsors and stuff like that. They something. didn't pay us. Okay. They, wow. they never paid us. That's why we started Gangster Goddess. So they went under. Okay. But they just went under. Wow. And Big we're, podcast on there too. We're worried that they're going to take our, our hosting down. Like our, our web, our made women will be taken down. Mm. I don't want it taken down. It was a historical moment. It was during the pandemic. It? No. Because on that platform. Yeah, they took, you know, when we left, they took everything. That's mm. why we started Gangster Goddess. That's why okay. we changed everything. Wow.
I think yeah. the platform is pretty big too. It's like a lot of big podcasts on there. I have no idea, but we're trying to get it back now because I don't want them to cancel. No, the, I should keep those. The host, the, I don't know what it's called. I, you know, I don't understand this. That's shit. why I never moved my podcast. I saw one thing that Rogan said once about if you own your podcast, keep it on your platform, never move it to somebody else because once you move it to some other company, they own your shit. They own your name, everything. And I had like three or four meetings to move mine to, just to get a vibe and see what it was all about. I never did it. I just keep it on one thing. I pay 30 bucks a month for this podcast. It goes everywhere. It's easy, That's man. awesome. Yeah, I get the full control of this shit. Yeah, um, I don't understand the whole podcasting thing. You're going to have to explain it to oh me. Oh, well. Well, I appreciate your time hanging out with you. Same. Let's go, Let's go plunge. Let's go plunge. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Peace. I've always loved sweets. That's why I have um, a thousand gold teeth and had cavities my whole life. But I always love cookies. And being a vegan and being gluten-free, it's extremely difficult to get a cookie that actually tastes good. Most of those cookies are super, super dry. Until I found Maxine's Heavenly, uh, you probably see me post about them. They're incredible. They're gluten-free. They're vegan. They're made with no refined sugars. You can get them at Whole Foods, Sprouts, Walmart, Amazon, Maxine's Heavenly. Dot com and if you're in LA you get my favorite restaurant Green Tables carrying them uh, you can also if you're in LA get Uber Eats DoorDash and Chow Now super super great company amazing people working there the cookies are insane I can eat a whole bunch of them not like you're supposed to but I don't feel groggy and like bloated and I have that sugar crash and every month you should sign up for the mailing list because every month you get exclusive flavor drops and the cookies get delivered right to your house so shout out to Maxine's Heavenly my new sponsor I have a cookie sponsor. I can't believe it. How old am I? I'm 53 and I'm promoting cookies because I love cookies still. I'm a big kid. Vegan, gluten-free, no refined sugars. If you listen to the Travis Barker episode, me and him talked about our love for Maxine's Heavenly's as well. Great cookie. If you're a vegan and you're gluten-free, there's no other cookie to have. Maxine's Heavenly. Go to MaxineHeavenly.com. Go to shop. Use my code OLLC and get 25% off your first order. That's 25% off your first order. Go to MaxineHeavenly.com. Use my code OLOC. Enjoy. These cookies are straight crack. I always ask my guests if they have any regrets. I personally don't have any regrets. Even when it comes to my tattoos, I have the silliest tattoos. Even my ET on my leg, it's still a childhood memory for me, and I love it. I've had tattoos on top of tattoos strictly because I wanted more tattoos. I started getting tattoos when I was 18. I'm 52 now, and I can't stop. I've had lazy treatment before on something on my arm. It's four tattoos on top of each other. And that experience at that place was pretty fast. It was pretty cold. It was in and out, swiped the credit card. Don't really tell me much. Didn't give me much details of anything that was going to happen. So I never went back. So as of most recently, I'm so lucky enough to have had two sessions at Removery Tattoo Removal. My tattoo on my arm looks like a big black blob. is now super light. I've had two sessions. I have a long road ahead of me. None of this stuff happens overnight. You cannot take a tattoo up in one sitting. You have to be patient. And it's painful. They ice you up. It's super fast. To me, it felt like a bunch of rubber bands. But what's more painful than that is looking at something on your body that you think you're stuck with for the rest of your life. That sucks. But now for me, I'm really happy I started this journey. I'm slowly going to get this tattoo removed. I never thought in a million years I have any kind of real estate on my arm. I don't even know what I want, but it's exciting. I'm so honored to announce that One Life, One Chance podcast is now with Removery. I have a code. Use TobyH20 and get $100 off your first session. Call 866-934-4570 or go to removery.com. One of the most experienced tattoo remover companies in the world. Over 600,000 removal treatments done, 100 locations, U.S., Canada, and Australia. State-of-the-art peak-away laser technology, cryotechnology to reduce any discomfort. 
This is so exciting for me because all I do in these podcasts is talk about tattoos. From day one, if you've been listening to this podcast, we talk about tattoos, talk about getting removed, talk about getting covered up. So this is such a perfect fit for me. Once again, go to removery.com or call 866-934-4570. Use my code TOBYH20 and get $100 off. These guys are located everywhere. Try it out.